another great episode of Broken Play. Man, we got a special guest in the building, so without further ado, we got Jamal Crawford in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Honored to be here. Honored so, to be here. Yeah, so I talk basketball. They don't take my take serious. So we had to bring an NBA legend in here for y'all to start understanding we know what we're talking about. Because when me and Marcel or Don might say something, it go over their head. So <laughs> I told them LeBron was going to win the in-season tournament. Yeah, they said no. A lot of people they ain't see it. Coming. I didn't have the Lakers. They I had them losing it. the Phoenix first round, honestly. I had Phoenix if they had matched up, but uh -huh. it was going with the Pacers. They was definitely gonna win that. So look, with the end season tournament, how you feel about that though? It was. You think actually, it's good for the? Uh, yeah, it's good. Actually, better than I thought it was. I yeah. thought I'm like it's a regular season game, but they changed the courts, and more importantly, the competitiveness picked up. Yeah, like, they, they started playing it. hard. They start hooping for yeah. real. So for me, that was dope to see because that's all, especially dudes that play. Not even just in the league, just period, playing that long. You want people to compete. So seeing that again was dope. Uh -huh. And then you're seeing a lot of people weren't taking games off. So it was like, they, they want that, get that money. money. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they want that bread. They, they try to get that bread. They were asking about it after the Lakers game. Uh, LeBron said they were asking about nah, it. that was hard. I fuck with what he said, though. He said he wanted to win it for the young guys. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah, that was, that was dope. But in, in the same Senate, LeBron, if you didn't just give it to him, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> he got it right. Yeah, he got it. He got it. LeBron with that five hundred too. Yeah, he wanted yeah, to. Yeah, he could do something with it. So look, Anthony Davis. A lot of people give him a lot of slack. Anthony Davis looked like a machine out there. He showed up. For sure. What, what you What you got to say? You right, but I mean, AD is talented. Uh -huh. and, and that's what's dope about him. And I think that's why everybody wants to see him. When he's playing like this, yeah, can't nobody mess with him. Right. But how often are we going to see him play like yeah, this? Yeah, why I can't be consistent when we know you, you know what I'm saying? So what are we doing? Yeah. That's I the think. only thing with me. It ain't a talent thing with him. It's just like LeBron shouldn't have to be the best player at 39 years old. No right. Way. At 39. You know what I'm saying? At 39. That's Kudos crazy. to him. That's a gift. And we're all blessed to be able to see it every uh -huh. night that he's still doing like that. But that's that's tough. That's you, too he passed much. the team to you. Yeah. Every night you got to be there. So with them making that, you know, with the end season tournament, how that was, do you could do you see with the team they have constructed now, moving on, like they could they could win a championship with that team? They could, but I still see them struggling in the playoffs. Yeah. Like I still think when Phoenix is right, we ain't seen them healthy yet. Whew. I think when they right, I think when Denver starts rolling because they now they know how to win. You know what I'm saying? Before uh -huh. they trying to figure it out, now they know how to win. Yeah, and they probably coasting until yeah, this time until then, to, yeah, right? until like, the playoffs. So it'll still be tough. Ain't no cakewalk, but they'll be right there. Man, they should. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I slept on Joker. I did too. Man, what? <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm like, man, the playoffs, they gonna put him in so many pick and rolls. Yeah. And this and that. But my he man different. is, he's so smart. I said this last year. I was at the, the, the finals. Uh -huh. I said this last year. He's so smart. He's not even playing against the players he's playing against. He's playing against the coach. Facts. What Bro. you gonna throw at me? Because I got something else I'm gonna I'm I'm conjure up. Like, he's so dope. We ain't seen nothing like him. He, he got a counter for everything. Yeah. Everything. He's play like we say somebody's playing chess. He's truly playing chess. He's playing a whole different game. Right. And he's at peace. Like he don't make hurried decisions. Yeah. You do this, I do this, brother. Yeah, you can't you speak as much. <laughs> yeah. like, my man is my man is at peace with his game. Right. But you know, like, I ain't gonna say like he quick, but he not fast. So it's like when I would see him on the court and yeah. stuff like that, I'm like, they can't stop that shit. But then when you see it, like it's the old man at the park. Yeah. Facts. <laughs> so smart man. Like yeah. it's the old, I'm smarter than everybody. So <laughs> yeah. I'm playing a different game with you. I'm showing you now that the mind is to physical is two is to one. Like it's stronger than just a physical ability. 
He's playing a whole different game. So if you can't, if you got the best athletes in the world and they can't speed him up and he's still getting 35, my man's so cold, he don't even want to score. Uh-huh. Scoring's the last option for him. Like he's getting he everybody on wheel. I right. guess in the I'll score. Yeah. I guess I'll get 30. And he's a little bit stronger and he's a little bit meaner. He's just He's that deal. He's all time great already. Fact. He's that deal, oh, and he'd be like, "Man, I'm, gonna, He's that I'm deal. not even trying to play, man. I'm just trying to be home and bro. He more with family. Also. Yeah, yeah. Like he, who knows what he's actually working on? But my man is cold. Joker cold. Yo, yo, yo! What's up? This your boy Nav Green from Broken Play here to talk about Prize Picks. And if you haven't heard about Prize Picks, clearly you must just got out of jail. So let me speed you up with the process of the real world. Prize Picks. Man, you pick six people. Six people, more or less. Any sports you could think of. College basketball, NBA, NFL, college football, bowl games are coming back. With that being said, all you're doing is more or less. Six people, 25 times your money. If you put up $100, you can win $2,500. Who else doing something like that? And what's so good about it, if you use the broken play code, they going to match whatever money you put in on your first deposit. Say if you put in $70. That's mean you got $140 to try to win some money. You can't beat that, man. Get over there to Prize Picks and tell them that we sent you. It's available in over 30 states. And if it's not available in your state, drive to the state closest to you. This is something you can't beat, man. Christmas time coming. Get, this kid, get these kids the money. You want some good gifts? Prize picks is the way. So you got, so you said Joker is the all time great. So right now you do think he a top five in the league right now. Oh, without a doubt. Easy. Easy. So look, did you see when Paul Pierce said that he didn't think LeBron top five in the league? You, you think saw it too. You <laughs> saw it too. <laughs> you saw it too. I'm just saying, like, what you think? I mean, <laughs> you on something? Like, I'm watching LeBron bro, right now, we, bro. And based off right now, like what we just saw, how can you not say he top, he not top five? Like, I I I get it when you say like Embiid, Giannis. Yeah. Of course they are they good, argue. but it's like, are you really taking them over Braun right now? Right. I can't. I can't. He's giving you the win. He's giving you the wins. To win. He's giving you tenacious defense. The man. He's the smartest guy. I, I, I'll answer like this. I'll answer like this. You could say, like you said, you could say, you know, Embiid, Giannis, uh -huh. Luca, Tatum, all the Tatum, them. Yeah. are having like statistically. You could say statistically, you could say those five are having better seasons. Uh -huh. But if it's a playoff and I got to go win, to your point, nah, he's top five. None of them are more valuable, right? Nah, in the right. playoffs when it matters, there's no doubt. Cause if I if I was doing a top five, my top five it wouldn't include a lot of them. Cause I still I'm not counting KD out. Come on, KD's having Facts. such a quietly great yeah, season. Bro. One of the best bro, seasons yeah, he done had. Bro, ever. KD is with assist. He's shooting 50, 50, 90. I'm gonna like. tell you what KD's doing, bro. KD is playing perfection basketball. What right. I mean by that is this: every play is the right play. He could have 40. Most guys, even myself, I get 40. I'm trying to get 60. You know what I'm saying? He's like, nope. He's open. Let me get it to him. Uh -huh. He's playing perfection basketball. So, and it made Booker better too. When Booker was out, he's mm -hmm. watching him play perfection. Right. Like, oh, I ain't got to take always tough shots. So I can get an easy one. This one, I we get could these do dudes win. going, and my scoring's going to be easier. Uh -huh. So, he's doing that. Bro, he's made Achilles look like an ankle injury. People mm -hmm. forget he had Achilles the way he's right. playing right. and the way he's played since then. Don't forget what he right. did 
with Brooklyn against uh, when his toe was on the line. Yeah, he was the best player in the world. Would have changed even before Kyrie. Hands down, even before Kyrie requested the trade, they was playing great, bro. Like KD yeah. was having a mo- another monster year. So let's go back to before he got hurt, before he went to Brooklyn. What he was doing? Uh-huh. I mean, that was a two-time Finals MVP. And let's call a spade the spade. That second championship, he wasn't even tripping on getting Finals MVP, and he still got it because he was that dumb. He had to get it. He Come on, bro. Like, so if you look at this like five, six year run. Yeah. Oh, let's go before that. Now he's what? OKC? We know what he was doing then. He had Pack. he was coming off an MVP. He went to the finals at 23. Yeah. Like, bro, he's a top whatever you want to put player, dot, dot, dot. Wherever you want to put him. If you're going straight, skill, like you, and a lot of people be having I mean, emotions all and shit. All yes. time? He's top 10 all time. Easy. He in my top 10. Easy. He in my top 10. Yeah, top 10 all time. yeah he in Easy. my top 10. Easy. Easy. So look, this off subject. A lot of people, so you know what I'm saying? I know you a fan of the game. You know the craft and all that. Larry Bird. You taking Larry Bird or KD? I'm taking KD. <laughs> but I'm going to be honest with you. It took it took me a while for people to, for not people. It took a while for, yeah, for people to actually pass Bird, in my opinion. For real? Oh, so you had, had him up. Yeah, yeah. Bird's uh, like that, man. Bird and Magic <laughs> helped save the NBA. Oh, yeah. I don't... But you know, like watching documentary, it shouldn't have to take for me to watch a documentary. But when I started watching Winning Time, oh, Bird was yeah, I was like, oh, this Bird was beyond cold, <laughs> like beyond cold. Yeah, ask Dominique. You guys ever get Dominique Wilkins here, the legend? <laughs> ask him. Ask him. Why do you ask him? If, yeah. Ask him stories about Bird. Bird getting sixty. Telling him I'm Bird, about to shoot right Bird there, kept right him there, from right doing there. a lot of stuff in the post. Yeah, right. bro, come on, Bird. Yeah, but now in this league, he, you know what he would do in this league. Right. Where you could shoot threes and you could space, he would be a power four, so he could space the court and shoot threes. He said he wouldn't kill in the, in the Bird would kill in this yeah, league. Bird he'll be he'll be more skilled, bro. Bird but look, would kill athlete, in the athleticism, he got all that. We just saw that with Joker. Joker, don't we just talked about athleticism. Yeah, you're right. We see it low key with Luca. Luca yes. the most athletic. Yeah. Yes. Hey, you know why I like Luca though? Luca is a dog. He talked this shit to me. But you know why Luca's so good? Why? He's been a pro since he was 15. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Playing That's against the best. grown men. We got kids reclassing. He playing, he playing grown men at 15. Uh, ahead. So when I get with my age group, this is a this is a joke. Uh-huh. And I, I'm not saying it was to that level for me, but that's what I did. Ask Damon when he comes in here. I was playing against him at 16. That was the best training method I'm going to get. These is pros. So when I get with my team, I'm like, man, I don't even see y'all. Uh-huh. I don't even see you guys. Luca's been doing a pro since 15. So, like, with you watching the game. Luca played like he got headphones on. Like he in his mm. own zone. Facts. You can't do nothing with him. You can't speed him up. You can't do none of that. He he control the game. He, he control everything. Everything. He's gotta win now. So with you watching the game how it is now, like I know, like, even with you, I know you could still go out there and play. I could. Yeah, like easily. For but sure. it's like, do you do you want to still at this point? Nah, I honestly I coach kids and we just we just I was just telling Sal mm-hmm. we just had a uh, so we're in the made hoops league which uh-huh. is like the middle school EYBL gotcha and we just had a tough like draw and we went three and one so mm-hmm. everybody's kind of like talking about us more but I get more joy out of that than anything right. and I never saw myself as a coach ever I got offered an NBA job coaching college job coaching I never saw myself as a coach but it's so much more to it with these kids uh-huh. like. You're kind of setting the foundation for their life, like uh, in basketball and without basketball, just right. their life period. And that's it's the greatest thing, maybe basketball wise. Like, there's nothing I could do to replace playing, uh-huh. but this is the best thing. If you told me I could talk a game seven on TV, I can go play in a game seven, or I can coach in a May hoop session. I'm going to coach a May hoop session for real, no doubt about it. Yeah, that sounds like Dion. Dion said his name. It's thing. not even close. Yeah, 
And it Cause you don't found a new passion. It took me forever to get there though. Cause mm-hmm. I would wake up days depressed. Like bro, I just had 51 points off the bench and five assists in my last game and I can't get a job. Right. Two years before that, That's I won true. teammate of the year. I couldn't even watch basketball for a minute. Mm-hmm. I'm breaking news on here, I'm giving y'all a But I'm just saying, yeah. like for real, for real. So I'm like, man, I can't even watch basketball. So, so do you? Cause we know it's politics and everything. Yeah. So you think like it'd be politics and certain type of stuff? For like sure. That? But, just, but, but the, well, I don't know. But it like I know, you know. Nah. So I, it took me, and you know what? If you asked me this on day ninety-seven, I couldn't answer it. It took uh-huh. me a while to get to this answer. To understand. So, what it was was looking back. All right, and I'm not saying I'm a superstar by no means, but I have a following. For sure, mm-hmm. right? Facts. I, I yeah, got yeah. the culture with me. Mm-hmm. So if you bring me in on a team, and you know I can still play, but there's a young guy you want to develop, there's going to be a, a legion of fans or writers like, well, hold up, if you say you're trying to win, why this dude ain't playing? That's pressure on them that they don't need. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to let him develop. We need to let him rock out. Because mm-hmm. now if you go out there and score 10 points in 10 minutes, they're going to be like, why, why he ain't playing? Mm-hmm. That's a distraction. You don't want that. To you, the coach, to the organization, You're all not that. supposed to be... At my age that I was when I was playing, you're supposed to be a mascot or a coach in uniform. Yeah, Hadan, like uh I ain't gonna say no name. Not, I'm just saying in general. Not that deep, but I'm saying you're supposed to be like, I'm supposed to be a guy that never suits up, who's just in a suit, but I'm giving games to the young players. Morale uh-huh. guy. I'm supposed to be a morale guy. Right. Or I'm supposed to be a coach. What coach wants, I'm supposed to get that message to that young player. How to, uh-huh. you know, whatever. I'm supposed to be a vet. Right. You're not supposed to be like that at that age and still be able to score 50. Like, and you can still go crazy. Like, oh, whoa, yes. wait a minute. Hold up, bro. My high score. We month, might got to pay him. My <laughs> high score month in my career came when I was 39. I averaged 31.6 assists off the bench in a month at 39 years old. So that tells you, like. Y'all was with the Nets? No. Nah, no. So the Nets was the very last game. I'm going to tell you about that game in a second. But uh-huh. with Phoenix, oh, the yeah, last yeah, four yeah. years. Yeah. 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 But with the Nets. I hadn't played in, in a game in 16 months because I went the whole year without playing, right? Yeah. Without signing. Uh-huh. The reason I got the call was because COVID, COVID people. Yeah. yeah. But also, that's part of the reason I got hurt because I wasn't, I usually play five and five. He'll tell you, we play five and five. I play five and five all the time. But with COVID, you couldn't be around people like that. So I'm uh-huh. just by myself shooting. Still not thinking I'm actually going to sign. I'm 40 years old now. Uh-huh. I practice the first day I get the call. I practice the first day at the Nets. I'm like, ooh, I got to get in shape. Second. Third, fourth day, I'm having like unbelievable practices. I go in the weight room, get hurt in the weight room. Everybody knows knows me not on lift weights no at all. <laughs> but I, here I am, one another chance. I can't be like, oh, I'm coming, but I don't lift weights. Like, you gonna do what the team do. Right. All good. I hurt myself in the weight room. Come back, fast forward. So I miss a week and a half. I come back, I work out two days. I'm like, I'm ready to come back. And I, it was weird when I was on the court with people. And I came back against the Bucks and asked if you guys ever talked to Jock Vaughn. Uh-huh. I said, you sure want to come back against them? Because at the time, they were the best team in the bubble. Mm-hmm. I said, I want to come back against them. I want to come back against the best. I don't want to come back against somebody that's just uh-huh. Right. I come back. I have five points, three assists, in six minutes. And I start seeing the look again. This was the most important thing to me. I start seeing the look again when people regard me like, no, you got to. I said, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm all back. <laughs> I swear, I promise to God. Because that crossover that you got, like, bro, El Metal. It don't matter. I don't know. It's it's the crossover, but it's also the fact I can shoot off. Yeah, bucket. Mm-hmm. It's a bucket. It's yeah. then, a bucket. You don't know what he gonna do. No, nah, you don't. Do and shit. then, and then, with the rules now, you can't touch a person. Uh-huh. So physically, and think about it logically, if if I can dribble, and I can shoot, and you can't touch me, 
It's like guarding a ghost. How you gonna how you gonna guard me? If you can't be physical with me and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how you gonna guard me? Right. And you taller than most guards. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So now what I've eliminated was it wasn't even the fact if you guard me. I've now you're like, I don't wanna be embarrassed, bro. <laughs> I know you're gonna yeah, score. Right. It's like, like yeah. I've eliminated the taking out your mind, you can stop it from scoring. Now it's about how not to be on YouTube or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like social media and viral clips. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, it's different was, now. Yeah. Like People it tell ain't me in the game. It ain't you know, the same. For sure. So when you saying like, so <clears throat> say for instance, how James Harden just went to the Clippers. Yeah. So a player like him, because when you say a game like you really can't touch him and stuff like that, what do you rank him as in like, you know, one of those type of players? All time? Yeah. Oh, he at the top. Yeah, it was 30, 35 one year. Listen, bro, before we get into this, <laughs> yeah. we have this debate every, every week. Every we are you don't on, really like hard. We're on the side. Listen, we are on the side of James Harden is a top five shooting guard of all time. He's not. Okay, so hold on. That's a better debate. And this is why. You got Jordan, you got Kobe, you got D Wade, you got Jerry West. Who else you put in there? Never even mentioned Jerry West. We never I had AI. I had AI in there. You got AI. We we take Jerry West mm-hmm. out. We put AI and Harden. Uh, we put AI, D Wade, Kobe, D-Mike Mike, and Harden. Harden. Who else is next? Some people say T Mac. Ooh. But I, 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 I think I changed over T Mac. I've always had T Mac at three. I said that. My argument always is too, it's it's two debates. It's like it's legacy and it's talent. If you're gonna say legacy, yeah, some people have a better legacy than other people. If you're gonna say talent. Then that's a different conversation. So hold on, since you said that, who's more talented, Harden or T Mac? Who's more talented than Harden or T Mac? I think T Mac probably is a little more talented. A little? I think uh, I think James Harden's just skill. He's, He's just his skill yeah. is just what was and still is like you know what I'm saying up there. But talent, talent. T-Mac I got T Mac too. But the world. thing about it is, the Harden situation is interesting because he's so dominant. But it takes a special player to play with him. What mm-hmm. I mean by that is mentally. Uh-huh. You got to know you're going to stand in that corner for a whole Yeah, time. for you maybe six possessions and in a row. Harden, I'm, this is not knocking Harden, because Harden is good enough to carry you. He's done it. He's proved yeah. it. Right. But it's just an interesting dynamic with, with the other four shooting guards. It wasn't like that mm-hmm. as much. I agree. You know what I'm saying? So if he won a championship, like almost like the Curry thing, like what people talk about, Steph, because remember before it was like seven seconds or less in Phoenix. Oh, that don't right. work in the playoffs. Right. You can't win as a jump shooting team. Uh-huh. Right. They win it, it changed everything. Yeah, exactly. So if Harden had won it, it's a different conversation. Fact. So I agree. Yeah. yeah. His style changed the game, though. Same way you just said with Steph. Right. Like, see how you have Harden, you have follow ups like Luca. So I, I, I've been, I got killed on social. I said, Luca is Houston Harden. Oh, exactly. The same yeah. thing. 100%. They're like, no, he was 100%. the mid range. I'm like, you're getting too specific. I'm not saying he doesn't. I'm not saying he posts more and the hard yeah. does this more. Step back more, whatever. Right. I'm saying the way they attack systematically is yeah. the same. And they control the game. And they exactly. control the game. It's their pace. It's you have to have special people around them as well. Like mm-hmm. it's the same outcome. And what's interesting is gonna be is Luca gonna be looked at at Harden if he gets to 30 plus mm-hmm. and doesn't get to the final. Right. And they're trying to build that's the Dallas a, that's team a, around. That's the like conversation. That. Right. right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, you know, Zion been getting a lot of heat. You know what I'm saying? They saying he out of shape and stuff like that. With me, I I do think. Man, he in, he in New Orleans. You expect him not to eat down there? Bro, that beignets food's so and good. Everything. I'll be waiting on beignets when I was going down there. Bro, he just left New Orleans. 
See what I'm saying? Bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what kind of discipline he the got The gator have? bites, <laughs> the red bean <laughs> yeah. Bro, they have food that you make like, I'm going to try that po' boy and grits. Like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> it might take one back with you. Where are you yeah. coming from? Like, yeah. But with Zion, they were like comparing, <clears throat> they saying he could be, but like, what, what, what more do they want from him though? Consistency. That's all. I think he's been balling. He's been, this year. Yeah, he's, he's been balling. balling. He's been, he been balling. Doing this good. He, it, th- these conversations didn't happen until he he fumbled the in season tournament. Mm-hmm. He looked bad against the Lakers that, that game. But other than that, them and bro, was LeBron this was season. clicking. The whole team was clicking. But to me, I think to be honest with you, I think it goes before all that. Zion was looked at to be the next savior. Uh, exactly, and they feeling like let down on that. And that's what the thing is. That's the dangerous thing about media. We all. In media, but we we gotta really be real about it. They they create people to get everybody excited. They build you up to tear you down. That's just mm-hmm. the way it goes. Uh. And that's what makes LeBron so special in a different way. Because he was on the cover of Sports. He was set up for failure. <laughs> yeah. And he he, he haven't he was set up for he failure. He haven't dropped it yet. And he ain't yeah. man, he's took it and said, I'm taking everybody else with me. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So kudos to him. But Zion was set up for failure. And like you say, he's having a great season. Uh-huh. But if he didn't have so much. I'm going to give you an analogy in a second. If he didn't have so much pressure and hype on him, it'd be like, oh, Zion's one of the next stars. But we crowned him so early and said he was the next one so early. Bro, how Remember he was Vegas dunking in high school and doing that in Duke? Shit, I thought he was too. <laughs> but the analogy is this. If a first-round pick, a top 10 pick, averages 10 points, you're like, man, he was a bust. Uh-huh. But if a second-rounder averages 10 points, you're like, oh, he's a jewel. He was... They in the same draft, like Joker. Joker mm-hmm. was second round. They in the same pick. draft, uh-huh. but it's the it's the 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 light they put on you. So now they can you know they can carve you up. But that comes with it. That comes he with was it. in the same draft with uh, Ja Morant. So Ja Morant, he could play back. He could start playing December twenty first. Right. That's gonna be his first game. What you think about Ja Morant? You think because you know time away, you know yeah. get, get acclimated back to the game, but he's still a great player. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, he's a great. He's a stud player, and he's a. What's crazy about Jai is we see all the dunks, and obviously everybody sees that. Right. Kids love him. We love him. Uh-huh. But he's actually a basketball savant. I remember when I first saw Jai, I'm like, damn, he's a mix between Chris Paul and Derrick Rose. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Because he actually knows the game. He make his teammates better. Yeah. He got all them paid. Uh-huh. Yeah. But the, the difference with him coming back is two things. One, he's been working out the whole time. So it won't be like that adjustment. And it's not like he's coming to a team where he has to fit in. Like, nah. Let's go. Yeah. You back. Let's go. Yeah. True. You just hope Memphis had more wins before he yeah. came back to stay in contention. Yeah. Like, yeah. so it could be like he, we still, the train had been right. moving. Right. I'm and they still make on a crazy run. They use that emotion, all mm-hmm. that. But Jaws, Jaws special. Yeah. Very for sure. sure. So you think the Warriors over with? Or they got to make some, make some trades. And when I say that, I ain't going to say, I'm going to rewind. Yeah, I, don't I ain't going to say over, over with. with. But what I'm saying, are they the same Warriors if they don't make a trade? Can they compete? With the team they have now, they can compete, but do I think they win it with the same team? Uh-huh. No, because what happened was the Warriors didn't get worse; everybody else got better and younger. And what they did was they start playing the Warriors style. Yeah. Nobody was playing the Warriors style when uh-huh. they came in. We used to scrimmage. Well, not scrimmage. We used to play against them, and when we scouted them, we couldn't because they're random. You know, I'd be like, oh, hey, here come that pin down play. Here come whatever. Uh-huh. You can do that with 99% of teams. With them, it's no plays. Right. It's all reads. So you can't really be a factor with the Warriors 
if you don't have IQ because you got to make these reads split second. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. So I don't think they've gotten worse. I think other people have gotten better. Denver won playing a random style offense. Joker, right. okay, pick and roll, pass, pass. Re like, right. they're not really scouting. You know what I'm right. saying? That's why they, they kind of play like that. And so other teams have done that, and they've taken their style, and they're a little bit younger, and, you know, and they ain't won four championships. So they're hungry, too. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? So it's just, they ain't done, but they still, they need to make something happen. Based on what's out there and, you know, other teams, what's a move you would make that will improve them? I would somehow get more scores. If you go back and look, and there's some there's some crazy vets out there right now. Like T.J. Warren's not signed. Mm -hmm. Isaiah Thomas isn't signed. Yeah, they need another one, like bro. Jalen Noel, who averaged double figures for Minnesota, he just got just a ten day, right? But what I'm just but I'm saying he was on a playoff team, averaged double figures off the bench. He wasn't signed. There's so many talents like that that can help you in this pinch. Mm -hmm. But I think they need to do that to provide more spacing, because Steph, when he went out. I think he missed his first game or whatever back a few weeks ago. Nobody at that point had scored 20 points on the team. Yeah, yeah. except Sarge. Sarge was on the But he did it that night Steph was right. out. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, nobody had done it while he was playing. So they need more scoring because I'm looking, watching the game. I caught that game. I'm like, hold up. This is the least amount of space I've seen the Warriors had in like 10 years. Uh -huh. That's what makes them special. They can space you out, attack you. You can't double. They got shooters everywhere. Gotcha. Yeah. Jordan Poole, you, I, I felt like... When, they was gonna miss Jordan Poole, and I and I think they missing him. Like Jordan Poole, I don't think he want to be in Washington. But. So, so my take on that is this: it came down to Draymond or Jordan, right? Mm -hmm. And not because of the fight. It came down with who fit better with Steph. At the end of the day, Steph needs Jordan, but he really needs Draymond. Needs Draymond, Draymond, right. Draymond, the motor. Draymond, the motor. He's the motor. A lot of reasons. He's, he's a bully. Point guard. A bully he the, uh, Emotional, leader, like leader, leader yeah. yeah. He's a thinker on the court. Mm -hmm. He takes Steph, like, you run around, do what you do, I'm the point guard. Uh -huh. You know what I'm saying? So, think about it. The money Jordan has signed for what? A hundred? Yeah. hundred plus. Traded, yeah. what did Draymond sign for? A hundred. A hundred. Mm -hmm. I think Poole got like, what, 130, maybe? Yeah, 140, yeah, somewhere around there. But his contract essentially replaced his, but it was about, to me, and I don't have no inside info, but to <laughs> me, it was who fit better with Steph over the next four years. You know what I'm saying? Like, Do you think they'll regret not moving off of Clay instead of Jordan Poole? Nah, because at the end of the day, let's say you don't win again. Mm -hmm. Clay has helped bring you four championships. Yeah. Right. Gotta yeah. stay loyal to Clay. You gotta, gotta be loyal. At gotta the be. end of the day. Clay gotta leave on his own. They can't move Clay out of there. So does he deserve another contract? Yeah, he, he got to take it, care of him. But is this this is year for the country. It's not going to be a super max. Think about it. No, it may not be. But it got to be respectable yeah. to him. Mm -hmm. Not for to sure. us, to him. For sure. Because at the end of the day, they're paying dues 130. And how many wins the Wizards got? Four, maybe six. How many yeah, wins yeah, did that. Detroit got? And they paid Two. Coach oh, Williams. Man. on disrespect. They Detroit was 80 million. They on a 20-game so, losing streak. So my point <laughs> is, if, if, if that's the case, we got, we owe Clay. Clay helped us get four championships. Uh -huh. Not only that. This is a loyalty check. A yeah. loyalty check, but also a check. And this is what people got to realize. Not only a loyalty check for sure. He helped us bring four championships. But the third piece is the Splash Brothers helped change basketball. So you brought a whole new fan into the game. Mm -hmm. yeah. right. And There's we know where you're going if you leave us. You're going to the Lakers. <laughs> like. <laughs> so that's, that's yeah, they don't, want that. Right. They don't but want that at all. Like they helped bring business in basketball. 
before oh. kids like man, got a new six, arena off of that. I gotta be six nine. Yeah. I gotta be six ten. I gotta jump through the sky. Yeah, and be when you seeing somebody yeah. like Steph, nah, work on your game, bro. Believe work on your jumper. And cause S uh, SGA, now he could hoop. What mm-hmm. man? Hey, I slept on him cause it was my uh, my buddy Vincent Brian. He was saying he would like he would take SGA over John Moran. I said, boy, you like you smoke. Then Looking when you start now. watching, <laughs> you start yeah. watching the person more. I'm like, oh, this. This is cold. That's another one. There's few guys that play like they have headphones. He's another one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't You can't him. smooth. Hey. But the difference with him is, and it's interesting for 30-point scores, the difference with him is he doesn't ruin the rest of their growth. Mm-hmm. I talked to their coach when we interviewed him, and he's like, he's just a part of the program. It's a, they run it like a college. So mm-hmm. he's just part of the program. Chet, you can still do your thing. Um... Dort, shoot your shots. Mm-hmm. J-Dub, handle the ball, do your thing. And he had a quote, and he said it in front of me. got Jordan here. And I screenshot it because I send different quotes in my group chat with my parents. Gotcha. He said, if Michael Jordan had to get off the ball, shoot, I got to get off the ball. And just that mentality tells you, like, I get it. Like, he's, you could still be cold, still get better, and let these other dudes grow. So I love Shay. So I see when you see Mike, when you came in, you like the GOAT. You got oh, man. Nobody better than Michael in your no. book. To be honest with you, it's almost disrespectful to compare anybody to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan is so cold. Michael Jordan had played a game in the NBA. Bobby Knight said he's the most competitive. He's the most athletic. He's the most this. He's the best player I've ever seen. And we talking about seven people up for failure. He said he was the best. And Michael- he coached Isaiah Thomas and all this stuff. So. <laughs> Bro, he he in that Olympics when they went 8-0, Jordan played against Magic, Isaiah, like all-stars. Could you imagine right now? Could you imagine a college kid, whoever you want to pick, coming playing against eight all-stars, including LeBron and KD, and beating them eight straight times? Mm-hmm. My man was so cold. Michael Jordan's playground came out in 91. They said he was the best ever. He hadn't even won a championship yet. My man was so cold. He said, I'm going to go win three championships, go play another major sport. Yeah. Come back and win three championships more. And then I'm going to leave again. Then I'm going to come back again. Yeah. My you know, man's like- so cold, he bought a team off of shoes. <laughs> <Two sales>. <laughs> <laughs> For argument purposes. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm going to tell you, though. Sometimes I get into it where I be like, nah, LeBron, LeBron. You know, I had a LeBron and Mike debate. But then when you go watch Mike highlights and just see what he would do, it's like, Man, look, nobody was doing that then. Nobody's not doing it now. Yeah, yeah true. <laughs> if, if, if you didn't know nothing about Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. let's say you came to this country. Can't say you came to Earth and you didn't know nothing about Michael Jordan. Right. And you just saw, you knew about basketball, you just saw his highlights. You didn't know none of his accomplishments. You'd be like, that may be the best player I've ever seen without even knowing the. Con- then I tell you everything he did, you'd be like, come on, man, what are we talking about? <laughs> right. Like, what are we talking about? And this is no disrespect to anybody. No, that's a good Not that's LeBron, good not Kobe, yeah. not Wilt, not Magic, not anybody. He was, oh, and he played defense like he did. Zero offense. flaws. My man was flawless. Zero. Any man and basketball like Look, we, we see John, right? We're gonna put on some uh Gucci first shooter. <laughs> we see Jordan, we see oh, we start playing slow music in our head looking like this dude is he's from a right. different planet. He's he was listening to what uh Lattimore, uh Kenny Ken Lattimore. Lattimore yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, let me tell you the coldest part about MJ. One of the coldest parts. He wasn't trying to convince you he was the best player ever. He was just trying to be the best that he could be. I'm he not, never even said it. He never said it. He never, he, he never to this said day, it. he's never said it. Man, look, y'all leave it where you want to leave it. But I, he played like he was possessed. He played like he knew these arguments would happen in the future. 
My man played defense like he played offense. Yeah. Which one of the other greats can we say did that? Yeah. And I'm not even a defensive player. Cole, I don't care about yeah. defense. Cole, yeah. Cole, was a, Cole was Cole, a Cole, tenacious Cole. defender. Cole, but who'd he watch? Who'd he no, study? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who'd LeBron study? So yeah. we're saying these all-time greats, everybody that wasn't older than Jordan. So Magic didn't study him, obviously. Kareem, you know. Bill Russell, rest in but peace. But anybody after. They all studied him. Had to. Yeah. I just saw a stat today on the plane. It said Michael Jordan got outscored one time in a playoff series his career. That one time was his rookie year. He never got outscored. <laughs> in one game? Like not even a no, series? No, a series. A series. A series. Oh, okay. You know how some series, hey, that was that was his series, man. They right, right, right. Who was that against? Yeah. I, yeah. I probably Boston. Maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah, know. but that would make sense. But I'm just saying like, and this is the coldest, and I'm going to leave with this. I've been on my Jordan rant. He never got to the highest level and let you down. That part. Never that one stuck into you. I saw your eyes <laughs> He never got to the highest part and let you down. Right. Never. Nah, you make it was almost like It was almost like a robot, like a computer. You just knew how it was going to play out. Who, who was your team growing up, though? The Bulls. The Bulls. Yeah. yeah. Bro, I can tell everything about Jordan as a kid. Mm -hmm. People tell me now, they remember me walking around with Jordan, uh, the Chicago Bulls ripaways. Yeah. So when I got, <laughs> real talk, I ain't never said that. Oh, you getting breakers. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll tell your sister, his mom's name. Like, yeah. his brother Larry, the shoe size, his favorite Gatorade color. Right. Like, I can tell you everything about him. Orange? It's citrus orange. It was citrus orange. Yeah. <laughs> you had to take, that was in Sports Illustrated for kids, too, by the way, when yeah. they said that. <laughs> But like I'm a Jordan fan too. Nah, you, like did you speak getting drafted to the Bulls into existence because of that? I didn't, but it was crazy to hear the same announcer. And we was, I can cuss on here. Yeah, <laughs> we was yeah. shitty. Yeah, but it was like just hearing that dude's name because I heard it a million times from Michael Jordan. Bro, Michael Jordan is like Michael Jordan's so great. When people are great at something else, they have to compare them and whatever factor it is yeah. to Michael Jordan. Uh -huh. Jay Z. Mike Jordan, I'll record him. Yeah, like, yeah. who nah. else are we doing this with? Right. Who else are we still comparing this long later? Like, who else can say, okay, 25 years since I played, we're still comparing people to them, that person. In a world where everything happens fast and we're talking about this or that. Tupac, maybe. Yeah. Maybe like a Tupac. In his first basketball game, he went and saw Jordan. I was there. Really? He didn't know that. Know. It's a true story. <laughs> he had just signed with Death Row. It was when Magic had came back, me and my boy Jalal snuck in the Laker game. Uh -huh. We used to stick in the forum. It was easy. And Jordan, he didn't have the best game that game, but Tupac came for that game. Later on, um, Suge Knight said that was Tupac's first game he ever attended. Professional game. That's all right. Mm. That's, That's all right. dope as hell. <laughs> That's all right. Like, story. you know, be, like when you hear them type of stories, you be like, okay. And when it come full circle. And the last thing I'm going to say, <laughs> the fear. Yeah. yeah. Mm. The fear he put in people. Uh -huh. Bro, I promise you. You ever seen him in person? Who, Mike? Yeah. I wish. Hell no. Bro, you ever seen? Is anybody here ever seen him? Bro, I promise. And you see other famous people. Yeah. If he walked in here and we'd be a room full you'll of. You feel that shit, huh? Bro, don't, he don't look real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Damon's coming here, right? Yeah. Ask him when he comes. And we ain't said a word to each other, but it's like a white glow around him. It don't even look real. Yeah, I don't hear. I don't hear. I heard. The, I I listen to KG all the time, and KG talk about a time like he stepped on the court with him, and he felt like you know what I'm saying his aura, like bro, yeah, his rookie. Bro, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Forty years old. I'm working out with him in Chicago. Gotcha. He has Jay Z, Beyonce, 
they're on the side watching a pickup game, like it's a courtside game, real regular season finals game. <laughs> My man had a, he would have a yellow Jordan outfit on that probably still ain't ever came out, some yellow Jays and a yellow Ferrari outside. Like he was just on a different, <laughs> he's a different, my man's different. Yeah. We, and it's 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 kind of weak to use the word different because we use it so much now. Uh -huh. Like they done made it so like he's like no other. Loosely. Ain't nobody like him. Like nobody. Nobody, nobody. That's hard. Nah, you don't. I, I'm, I'm trying to mention his name again. I'm sorry. I had all the tapes growing up. You, you still got to shoot. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to meet him. That's the only person I want to meet. Bro, it, it wouldn't even feel real. You see the NBA 75? You oh, saw yeah. How it oh, yeah. So everybody was like, yo, Mike. My Mike son <laughs> at the time, when was that? Last year or year before? It was two years ago. Two years. Two years. My son was 11. Mm-hmm. He said, Dad, you see how MJ walked in? I said, how'd he walk in? He said, like a boss. <laughs> he was 11 years old. Yeah. And he see that And he see it. Yeah. And you hear Dame Lillard tell the story about it. Like, bro, this man, he's... Even a room full of stars, they turn to kids when he walk in. Yeah. My man is... <laughs> nah, you had some good points. <laughs> I think that's an argument we don't need to have no more. <laughs> like, just... And this is... And you give LeBron all his flowers. Like, you give him all his flowers because... Mm -hmm. One person's success don't mean another's failure. Oh, for, for sure, for what sure. What LeBron's yeah. done is we won't ever see again. Uh -huh. What Kobe's done, on the, we won't ever see again. Like, And then somebody else is, you know, KD or mm -hmm. Giannis or one of these dudes going to do what they do. Curry, we won't, we might never see somebody change right. the game like that in that way. So you give everybody flowers, but that dude, leave him alone. What's up? This holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals that keep you energized on jam-packed days. Factor, that's the only one. America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service can help you fuel up for fast breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door so you don't have to go looking. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tracking all your holiday to-dos. Too busy with holiday plans to cook, but want to make sure you're healthy and eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping and prepping and cleaning up. Gotta take the truck. Just too much stuff when you can get a healthy meal with flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor, fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. And I know because I just warmed this one up. And all you gotta do is heat and enjoy. Oh, man, I can't wait. Oh, man. Here we got the buttery salmon. Oh, my, 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 my. Mmm, and the broccoli. Mmm, man, I can't wait. The place is not that hard to take off, but when you're in a rush, you want it. So this November, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Mmm, man. Head to factormeals.com slash 85sports50 and use code 85sports50 to get 50% off. You can't beat that. I'm being on 850% of this before I finish. But head over there now. Tell them Nav Green sent you from Broken Play. Mm. And that's 50% off. Code 85sports50 at factormeals.com slash 85sports50 to get 50% off. Man, warm me up another one. But see, when, when did you realize, oh, I could go to the league with this shit? 16. 16. Mm -hmm.
I was, I was. I never got that revelation. I was fifteen. <laughs> That's why you ain't. <laughs> <laughs> I was fifteen, and um, I remember playing in L.A. I lived in L.A. for a while, and Baron Davis. We was at the Pump Classic, and Baron Davis ripped me twice in a row. And this is me. When I say me, I mean I could really dribble. He ripped me twice in a row, and it felt like five people was guarding me. I'm like, man, somebody else can get this ball. And from that moment on, I just continued to work. I was working, working. But when I turned 16, something changed, and I started playing against pros. And when that happened, I had success. I'm like, damn, I play. So my summer league now, it was Doug Christie's, and he let me play as a kid. First four games, I didn't do much. I had like eight points combined, two, a bucket a game. Then he got hurt, and I went. And Damon was playing that. And I averaged 30 the rest of the way. I'm playing against Damon, um, Sean Kemp. When I had that success, it changed my life. And then, then the pros started cuffing me like, yo, you can make it. So Doug Christie started training me, and I didn't have his phone number. But you know, you kids, you were a pro. You made me get a couple of dollars. I didn't want no dollar. I didn't yeah. want your phone number. Tell me where you're going to be at. I want to learn to be a pro. Right. And he saw that focus. He's like, oh, you're different. Okay, so we're going to do this. So he'd get there at 7. I'll be there at 6 waiting for him. I'm just catching a bus, 45 minutes. Wherever I got to do, I'm driving a car. You guys got uh, three-day trip permits here? Like, it's basically if your license is... Uh, your plates are bad. You can buy like a trip permit, like three days. We got mm-hmm. in Seattle, I've never heard so it's good for three days. So you can buy they can't have that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so many cars. They've been a fleet to get in the country. So you could book. Yep, you could do it for three days. So yeah. I would. No, you can. You have your own car, but you just can drive it for three days mm-hmm. legally. So I would do that. Man, and be inspired. I'm, I'm going to find him. So I, he helped me become a pro. That's what's up. And Gary Payton. Shout out Gary Payton. But, and, and like, you know, I follow you and I follow, you know, like, just Seattle basketball, yeah. period. And talk yeah. about that, like, because that's what y'all do. Y'all take people under y'all wing. And yeah. to hear, like, it dates all the way back to you and then seeing you do it with these guys, like, you know, that I, I feel like that's really special. Well, Doug Christie, him and, he did it for me first and then Gary Payton came along. And when they did it, it changed my life. Because I was just one of five million kids saying I want to go to the NBA. But when you believed in me uh-huh. and said I could make it, I'm like, I can make it? I'm going to do it for the next kid. They hit a light bulb. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it for the next kid. I'm going to do it for the next kid. And and now there's a kid right now who could text DeJounte Murray. He could text Zach Levine. Eighth grade, ninth grade. Yo, can you watch this film with me? Can you tell me what you see? And they're going to respond to him. And that's what it's about. Like, we don't have the crabs in the bucket mentality. It's like, no, I made it. I got the blueprint. Follow. This is the way we're going. Uh-huh. Now you see 20 of us make it. Think about this, and this is powerful. We don't have an NBA team. We ain't had one since 2008. That's 16 years damn near, right? We have more pros in the last 16 years than we ever had before that with no pro team. So no inspiration to draw from from a pro team. Like, I see the Hawks every night. I can go, you know what I mean? I can go to the game, whatever. It's like the, the players that are back in the community that never left are still in the boys and girls clubs. We still, so it's realistic to them. When they see me, I coach them all. You know what I'm saying? It's all good. Yeah. And and that's inspiring. It gives hope. So like when yeah. you say coach Jamal, if you was the coach of the Pistons, what what what, what you what you are? <laughs> the Pistons? Yeah, if they on 20 game losing streak. How you how you are like motivate your team right now? First off, we 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 all going somewhere together. Like we going somewhere undisclosed. Like we got to shake, we got to get that yeah. off that bad juju. <laughs> and then I'm a, we going to make it fun. Like yeah. at this point as a normal coach, you tried every mean speech. You've done all the running. You've done all that. We're going to shake it all away. I'm going to be like Prime in Colorado. We're going to bring some swagger to it where they're having fun. Because, yeah, it's, a, it's it's serious. It's business. But you want to have fun at the end of the day. Yeah. And, it, and this league is younger now. These young kids want to have fun. Yeah, they that's your girlfriend, true. man. Hey, that's, you guys serious? Bring on the plane, man. Like, I'm going to change something up. Uh-huh. I'm going to have to do, do something different. Because yeah. if, if you change this, 
the rest follow. Well, who they in Detroit? Like, man, get Babyface Red. <laughs> hey, man, you know what? The next we in Detroit the next week and a half. All our home games, um, we going to Miami. We gonna come back. Like, I'm gonna do something to switch it up because they need to change their mental first. Because winning is the habit, but so is losing. Now they finding ways to lose. Yeah, like, like how does that happen? You start though, believing you're gonna lose. The league is so talented; anybody can win on a nightly basis, right? So, like, when it gets to five games, then it get to ten games, and right. fifteen, and the twenty. In your experience, how does that happen? Because it's not about basketball at that point. Yeah, it's the mental part of it. And just like when you win in games, I remember I was on the Clippers team. We won 17 games in a row. The last game of the 17, we were down 20 in the fourth quarter in Utah where you can't even breathe. Mm -hmm. We found a way to win that game. So I remember that too. It's a habit. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, that's just how it goes. But I would definitely change stuff up. I would, here's a question. Who's their vets over there? It's the blind leading the blind. K- Killian Hayes. <laughs> like, right. He might be the longest tenure player. A 21-year-old is being led by a 23-year-old. Yeah, I'm going to have some vets over there. Oh, Alec Burks. Alec, Alec Burks over oh, there. Oh, Alec Burks is yeah. a good vet. He's a good vet, too. But I'm going to have more of Alec Burks. I'm not just going to have yeah. him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Need a couple more. Yeah, you need two or three sure. more. Because then they were like, man, he don't know what he's talking about. He only about. talking and, about. Yeah, well, and it's only him. Yeah, it's only so him. So if they ain't following him, like, we could still get him out. You know, or we could still do what we want to do. Not get him out. I'm right, but, I get but we can still do yeah. our own thing with him. Or that. he might not yeah. know how to translate it's more to him. Like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. more of us than him. That's what I'm trying to I'm say. I'm at an older age. I don't know how to talk to you. I'm making boy. more money than him. Like that. Man, he on the bench. We got to play. Yeah. Whatever it is. Right? Uh-huh. So I would get at least three to four on that team specifically. And I would change up whatever they've been doing. Man, we have practice every day. I don't want to see y'all until we get to the gym. Ooh, Coach, we ain't got to run. We could just be at the gym. Oh, we hooping today. I'm playing music in there when they come in. I'm doing like I'm the changing the mindset. Music that they like, yeah, yeah, yeah they music. Yeah. Mine, like I'm changing the whole mindset. I want them to have fun because once they win one, I guarantee they win more. You if were that, just if talking that about the right. uh, Clippers and how y'all went on that winning streak. Did you like? Did you feel disappointed and won yeah. the championship with that? Mm-hmm. Because damn. our best chance was 2015, and we the Spurs had just beat the Heat, uh-huh. and we put the Spurs on the first round, and nobody wanted to play them. We was like, ooh, they about to back to back. They won like 21 or last 25 games going mm-hmm. into the playoffs. And we went to game seven. We beat them. Then the next round, CP get hurt at the end of that round. Yeah, we go play hurt. Houston. Uh-huh. We go up 3-1. Oh, yeah. yeah. We like, oh, we're going to the fall. And Josh Mill. <laughs> Had to sign him after. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, then, and then we go up 3-1. He was playing out his body. Oh, yeah. yeah. He saved him. Shout out to Smooth. Yeah. He was on here too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Three, so we go up 3-1, and if we win that game, we go play the Warriors. And the Warriors, people don't know this. They weren't ready yet. We're the last team to put the Warriors out before they won on their mm-hmm. run championship. Uh-huh. So we like, oh, we about to go win it. And we just, man, that was crazy. And the last, game six, we was up 19 at home in the third quarter and lost that game. Yeah. You could redo that. In a, you could simulate that game 100 times, and 99 times they'll work in our favor. Up 19 yeah. at home. Playoff game in the third quarter. And it was what certain is. possessions how it was going. It was it's like, crazy. It was crazy. Was crazy. So now I know people give Doc a lot of shit <laughs> for fumbling playoff series and stuff. What was, in your opinion, what was the reason for losing 3 1? To be very, very honest with you, I haven't went back and watched like every game. I just, it's a blur, but just overall, I think we weren't mentally tough enough. And I think that's all of us. I think that's Doc. I think it's the players. I think it's everybody. Because when things were going great, we were great. But when things, you know, 
I think it's two things. I think we weren't mentally tough enough. And I also think we thought time was on our side. Mm. You know, when you're young, I will be back. The Seahawks did mm. in football. Mm-hmm. Get Marshall on the damn ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, we'll be, we'll be back. We ain't been back since. Since. Like, you know what I mean? OKC, when they had Harden, Westbrook, and Durant, they went at 23. Oh, they'll be back every year. They haven't been back. Well, KD went back with the Warriors. Yeah. But they haven't been back, been back since. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? They so were supposed to have a couple. Yeah. Come, uh, they, people thought they was going to four or five run, like championship run. But it's the mindset yeah. we be having with that. Nah, so I think our youth took a shot at us, and I think our our mental toughness as a group really took a shot at us. It was on full display then. Man, Jamal, I ain't gonna say you made it fun, but you made it cool to be six, a six man though. Like I when I say that, you, man. Lou Will, like For when sure. you see, like y'all will come out the motherfucking bench and drop, <laughs> drop, drop, like you know what I'm saying. Right now, how. Like, you know, I don't know if you know about the gambling and stuff, but like prize picks, like y'all would be a <laughs> lot. prize picks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Y'all gonna come in that second half. The points, you better take the more. Nah, so it's like, what made you like realize like, nah, I can make this, I, I can be great at this. I didn't, for real, for real, I I got to a point. The league is different now. Uh-huh. Before you were judged if you're on a winning team or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't like you could just do numbers and it's cool, everybody's gonna love you. I was being known as a, a good player on bad teams. I'm like, man, I've won my whole life. I won high school championship. I won as a kid. I won, gotcha. I've always won. In college, I won when I was playing. And I'm like, I don't want to be known as that. And at the time, I got traded here. And they had their starting five in place. Bibby, Joe Johnson, mm-hmm. Smooth, yeah, Al uh-huh. Horford, right? <laughs> Marvin Williams. And I'm like, well, I don't even care. I'll come off the bench, whatever. And I just averaged damn near 20 for three straight years. But I'm like, I don't care. I want to win. And so it wasn't something I chose. It kind of chose me. Right. But once it did, I was going to own it. I'm like, well, I won't be the best at it. So I tricked myself mentally. Starting in the summer, everybody, we in Seattle, so obviously I can go on court first, but I gotta, I'm got i stepping back, letting them play so I can see the game differently. <laughs> mm. Right? That's smart. And yeah. pick up. And then I had to trick myself when I got here because my first day, I'm like, man, I feel weak. I'm coming off the bench now. Like, I even, man, they looking at me crazy in the crowd. Like, I done fell off. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, damn. So I went from that to... Nah, you good. Superman's coming. The show don't start till you get in. Mm-hmm. And then I was on some killer shit when I when that happened. That change happened. I'm like, uh-uh, I'm about to kill this. Yeah. I'm about to make it. Like Lou says, I'm going to make it embarrassing. I was like, nah. I want to make it where the show didn't start until I walked in. These are the, these. This is pre-funk. We're going to get to the club in a minute. This is the pre-funk. We had the hors d'oeuvre. We're going to get to the club in a minute. Yeah, so that's I'll how sweat I it out that. a little bit. Yeah. that's how I'm 100%. Doing. Yeah. You ready now? Yeah. Let go. And I want to I want to put on a show every night. No matter if I started because I finish games more Exactly. Uh-huh. Oh no, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Nah. Who's one of your favorite cities you play for? Atlanta was one. Um not number one, but I'm saying yeah, one. one. <laughs> Don't do that. Um LA and New York. Okay. I love Shy too. Mm-hmm. We wasn't we wasn't shit, but the Shy itself, I, I like I everywhere I went, I embodied the culture. Mm-hmm. Man, like, you talking about New Orleans food, Chicago food, right? Oh, yeah, too. for sure, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But it was like I invited the culture, so I would be in the hoods. Mm-hmm. Man, when I was with the Knicks, I would go, like, we have a matinee day game at 12. Mm-hmm. Game over at 3, I'm going to the park, playing with Still them, and then hoops. asking them what, what movie you want me to do in the game. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm crazy. Nah, so I'm really doing that everywhere yeah, I'm going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, here, this was the most people... That looked like us doing everything, mm-hmm. and that was right, so dope. Right. That's the first time I ever experienced that, so that was so yeah. dope to mm-hmm. me. We were just talking about that earlier, yeah. like like us doing everything, uh-huh. mm-hmm. like even 
even the dude that usually come get your piss is white. Like it's you know, yeah, black dudes come like it's like everything. I'm like, yeah. this is dope. It was just a different feel. Being that you play here and you experience the culture, what is it about Atlanta and what other NBA players think of Atlanta that they don't want to come play here? That they don't want to come? I think most people think, can they focus? I think most people think with their families, is this going to be, you know, a cool environment? My girl or wife ain't be like, nah, we ain't going there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why you smile and they can't see you right now. Maybe <laughs> they can, but, you know, I mean, it, that all plays a part. Yeah. So I think that's part of it. And then everybody wants to be part of a winner. I think the more they win on the court and it looks sustainable, like, okay, I could fit. Like, I'm a vet. I could fit with Trey Young or DeJounte uh-huh. or, you know, I could fit with those pieces. And we could really go win. I think that's the, the last. I like mm-hmm. both of them together. Yeah. To be honest, oh like, for sure. I mean, Why yeah. they get Trey so much hell though? I don't know, because they went to Eastern Finals yes. year before mm-hmm. Dejounte yeah. came. So yeah. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Man. You got a tough. You got to carry that number eleven but, in Atlanta jersey. It's kind of there. You mm-hmm. go. But <laughs> but to his credit, look what he's doing. Bro, Trey is balling this. Trey season. going yeah. crazy. Going I, going I crazy. voted him one of my top three guards in the East. Period. Like he's killing. Right. <clears throat> uh-huh. Like he's and he does it every night. Mm-hmm. Before we get you out of here, man, who you got championship? Like, if you had to, right now, if you had to pick two teams, one to come out the East, one to come out the West, and you Milwaukee like, it's, it's and Phoenix. Life. I'm going to say it because I stood there before the season. I think when Phoenix get built, they're going to be totally different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you think Milwaukee going like, yeah, to clicking on all cylinders? Yeah, for sure. Because the thing they about They're clicking right now. Yeah, they are. Low key. Yeah. Low key. Like, it, I just, I think on the defensive side, they not yeah. the same. They just still That's got another level to go, though. Yeah, they you can do. see they still, like, yeah, they, they figuring it. it out. But, yeah. And losing in that tournament is going to turn them up a lot more. And playoff defense is different than, like, Dame will be mm-hmm. more locked in. Everybody's going to be more locked in defensively in the playoffs. Gotcha. Because you don't have to play for two, three days. Like, you, every possession is hard. Mm-hmm. Playoff atmosphere. The playoff, I can describe it this way. If we play in a 15 pickup. Mm-hmm. And both teams got 14. You know how the last point is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every single possession is like that in the playoffs. It don't look like it, but I'm telling but you, that's it, what it, it is. Like mm-hmm. that's what so, they would be locked in. They'll be good. They actually fit. They don't just fit with their names. Like, their right. games actually right. fit. Oh, yeah. nah, I like that. So, once they, good. yeah, they're going to be good. And I think Phoenix will put it together. Oh, yeah. If not Phoenix, Denver, though, I'm not going against Joker again. We both made that mistake. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, not again. Nah, with KD, I just feel like KD going to get him one. Like just the the shit on people, but in my mind, I do. I want the Lakers to, but you gotta be. You gotta start being realistic. <laughs> All right, have, you, have you arrived to that point yet? Uh, I'm getting there. Like you know, no, I'm you didn't because you mentioned AD first. And I knew you were still talking. <laughs> no, when I, because it was like it was like that's who that's who I was talking about. It was the Pacers got the worst defense. Everybody knows true, the Pacers true, got true. the worst defense. But it'd be the faces he make. It's like, okay, this might carry up. I knew he was tripping when he looked at his hand. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you got to think about it like this. It ain't the Pacers. It's going to be, can he do that against Joker? And exactly. that can he do that against Giannis? Because those are the ones you say he's going to potentially play against, right? Yeah, and that's, and that's, that's what you got to do. You do it against Embiid. Gobert and Cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying shit. Yeah. Let's start oh, there. Ant Man, how you feel Man, about Anthony Hill? Cold, dog. <laughs> dog, right? He real too. I love everything. He's electric. Certain players is good, and certain players is electric. Like he's electric. 
He brings his teammate up. He brings the building up. He brings the game up. Like, he's cold. And he him. Like, you could tell it ain't no on off switch. Ain't no fake dog in him. Yeah. There's some fake dogs out there. Uh-huh. Ain't no fake dog. He a real dog. Like, for real, for real. Like, he really want to go get it. And I respect that. I don't care if he shoot 0 for 18 going trying to get it. He really trying to go get it. Yeah. Like, right. on some Kobe shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. he's really trying to go get it. And I respect that. Any more questions for you? What's some of your favorite teammates <laughs> you, you've been playing with? I'm going hold a man hot. Favorite teammates? <laughs> yeah, favorite teammates and like a quick story with them. Um, <laughs> how about how about you give me a name and I'll give you one? Because I, um, I, I, I played 20 years. I played a long time. Let me think. Somebody off that Clippers team. That um, was, I was a Live City fan. CP3, so. they get Whatever yeah. one you want. Pick one. DeAndre Jordan. I heard a lot of te- good teammate stories about him. He's the dopest teammate because he's... He's selfless. Mm-hmm. Like, he's never about him. He's about you. And think about this. He was our defensive captain. Right. right. Like he was everything ran through him. Maul, just try. I don't care about that shit. Go move the scoreboard. Go score. Like, he, so he knew how to talk to every single person. He literally had 10 different handshakes with 10 different people. Every, he was probably the most loved, like, off-the-court person in the whole organization. No. Everybody loved DJ. No. Because he's just genuine. He's in. He's about your family. He's going to you know all your kids. Mm-hmm. He's going to know everything about you. How's your mom doing? How mom doing? Yeah, my, yeah, mom. She took. She gave me some words of environment, like encouragement. Like he's that's DJ. That's him. So he was the dopest. I'm that's glad dope. he got one too. Yeah, he did. He deserved. About, yeah, that's why he's still around. Then he went back to LA, and him and Reggie just went off. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> he looked like Lob C DJ. Right. Yeah, right. Nah, so they that was dope about the Clippers. So the whole environment, like kids, they want us to win because they could all come to the locker room afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was just a dope environment. No. Sure. Um, I got one. Uh, your AU team. Yeah. Your son. Um, he all right. Lil Will. Uh, yeah. Conroy. He yeah. nice. Um, talk about just you know like that that grassroots you know because that's obviously where it starts. You know what I'm saying? We uh, all of us you know play who play basketball grew up playing AU and right. you know AU get a lot of shit from the older generation and you know some of these guys who don't understand it but AU is really the blueprint and the foundation and you know as you see it carries over into the NBA so For sure. talk about the importance to you yeah it's, it's there's some parts of AU like we know that's not really cool and there's some parts that are, are not bad and you can actually make better and so Rotary Program shout out to Daryl Hennings and Dan Finkel they started it and I actually played for both of them the way they do it is it's not like just a normal AU program it's family and I think that's what separates them because the Apollos, myself, um, everybody in the city came through them. And all the parents trust them because they're going to give them great guidance. It ain't going to be just on the court. It ain't going to be just, you ain't got to make the NBA. Just be good in life. Mm-hmm. And that's the separator for us is that everybody can make the NBA. Yeah, real but You program. can be a solid person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. we do, or they do a lot of stuff off the court. Um, and for me being in this space now, especially kids I don't see, like I see them through the circuit. I check in with them, text them, make sure they're all right, make sure they're good in school. Are you stretching? How's your classes? You listen to your parents. Like, so I do that checking a lot with a lot of kids because it ain't like, oh, it's my team and I don't care about the rest of y'all. Like, no, nah, I'm trying to help everybody that I can. I, I think you get more of a love, a showing love. And hopefully one of them kids can do the same thing when there's another generation coming up. You know what I'm saying? And, and sometimes a lot of these kids sometimes will talk to people that only can – they can only um, – or trying to get something from the kid. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I'm, I'm giving you this because I'm going to give you a pair of Nikes. I'm giving you this game because I'm going to fly you here to play for me. For You know, like, uh. nah. Nah, we got to give them real game and care about all of them. Like, nah, you ain't on my team technically, but you my little bro now. So we going to, you know, figure it out. Make sure you're all right. That's real. Yeah. 
man. Any appreciate you. You got appreciate questions? you pushing. You ain't got no mm-hmm. questions. You ain't got no question. You ain't got no question for him? No, but I was like, I just wanted to partner and give y'all a piece of it. That's dope. <laughs> nah, man, we appreciate you pushing up. Anytime you, I mean, you want to come cuss, because I know you be on TV. <laughs> you can curse and talk that real yeah, I, shit I, on I, I can really talk, yeah. yeah <laughs> Ain't no, ain't no, if you didn't realize we had been cursing it, he was like, we would curse on him. <laughs> we would try to keep the shit PG for you. <laughs> <laughs> we dumped it down for you. Yeah, because yeah. we know we ain't, nah, but nah, we appreciate you pushing up on us, man. No doubt. Anytime you want to come through, just talk basketball. Marcel always speak high level. I'm here all the time, so. so we appreciate you, man. Y'all clap it up for Jamal Crawford. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Luther King, I'm not Malcolm X, I'm not no philosopher, but it is power in words. Last week, we was five out of six. I said it can't get no worse. Motherfucker, we lost six out of six. No, bro. I ain't lose. All right, a push, and we lost five out of six. That's a loss. That don't count towards the money, bro. Yeah. That don't count towards that shit the push. Money. If it didn't that. hit, then it didn't hit. <laughs> yeah, right. right. That's where I'm at with. Crazy. Damn. So I'm still in the league. But we're not going to start off with that. One could have hit. And when I say one could have hit, because in a group effort, we tried to make this one hit. Ooh, man. Dot Net said under 0.5 offensive rebound. What we say, bruh. No, he said it was one. Oh, and he okay. said under, under one. one. Yeah, and I said, bro, he could get one easily. He'll miss his layup, catch the ball, and go back up. The nigga had three offensive three. rebounds in the first quarter. He had two in one possession. And we told him. <laughs> Dog acting it out. Bro, we told him. We said this, that they could have. We said, .net, if your pick don't hit, you won't be on that couch. Now, this week, if your pick don't hit, you won't have a mic. <laughs> it's got to start being consequences when you don't listen to a team. It's a team. Listen you know how, like, you remember on Fresh Prince when Carlson just threw that shot up? Oh, That's yeah, what that did. Yeah, he got jealous because Will was scoring. I was trying to play hero ball. All right. Okay. So we're going to let you start it off. Who? Yeah, All right, man. I'm going. I'm gonna go some light, man. We gonna go. Um, oh shit! No, nah, what's his name? Come on, phone just. Lamar died. Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, oh. I got the Lamar Jackson. Two twenty four. I'm gonna go uh, over pass. Yeah, you better not do under on shit no more. <laughs> you you putting it on? Yeah. Okay. No, nah, you could do it too. I don't know. Who do they play? I don't Marcel even know who that like nigga me. is. Marcel he been going me. off. He has been going off. With the Rams, he playing Reds. If uh, Greg's they playing energy, the Commanders. If yeah, yeah, energy yeah. is towards it, I'm uh, that, that ain't a bad trap, though. Y'all know how. Hold on now. <laughs> yeah. Stick with you. Stick with you. You know what? No, yeah, I already baby. said it. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Speak, speak, we speaking positivity. Yeah. It's going to be better than last week. 
Fact. And the week before that. It's gotta be. <laughs> and the week before that. No, we, we might not even get a push. It can get worse. It's not. not. <laughs> too good. Too legit. All right, come on, Thad. Yeah, since we about to go to the club, you know we got to take Debo Sam. Y'all okay. ain't that Debo with you. Taking his over 65 and a half receiving. Yards. I love that. Yeah, I so love that. After last week, yeah. Oh, man, I love that pick, boy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> boy, you make me proud. <laughs> ain't nobody like you. <laughs> Who you got, Dom? Taking Bradley Bill over one and a half threes. I feel like that's, I feel like it's easy, man. Like, yeah, we, the nigga we, take eight. Threes. We thought that when you told me about uh, who you boy Tatum, he, he was like, "Nah, Tatum will get that in the first half." I said, "I don't know." And then he did the week before with Eric Gordon. He ain't hit either. But two threes, he got to shoot. Two. All right, yeah. you right. And no KD tonight. Yeah, okay. I oh, love he just got to attempt them. I love it. no. I got to make these, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no attempts. Yeah, attempt. Oh, that's free money. They put yeah. attempts up there. What? Shit, them nigga come out shooting a three. All right, Greg. I will let you get last pick. Let me get because I'm a uh, I'm a trail that. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm gonna go Jalen Hurts to have two passing touchdowns. I like two, that. Or touchdown. Two touchdowns. I like that. Two yeah. touchdowns. Yeah, they got embarrassed this week, so. And they playing they Seattle. Seattle going, Seattle, you know what I mean? You said Jalen Hurts to score a touchdown? Nah, two touchdowns. It's 1.5. Yeah, I see that. They say passing, though. Yeah, passing, rushing. No, you saying passing and rush? I, I thought that's what it oh, said. Let me see. You might be right. Nah, that's just on passing. No, I just passing. Yeah, I'll take that, though. Okay, I like that, too. So, putting the picks in. If I could, I would have took Pat Mahomes because we ain't never seen Pat Mahomes mad. <laughs> and to watch him be mad, I said, oh, it, it daddy coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's what he needed. All right, I just put that shit in. I put 100, bring back 2,500. We're going we to be $2,500 richer next week. Uh. That's, a, that's how we got to start talking. We ain't yeah. going to say if this happened. If, no, we finna get $2,500. We finna have 42 in this motherfucker. We still got the same damn ball <laughs> from the last time we won. It's all this. Last season. Yeah, this it. And we got it up here like they sponsored this shit. <laughs> we, we don't deserve to have this shit. <laughs> you know how we was talking about how Detroit Pistons on that losing streak and shit got to start being changed because like, even, they don't feel, we losing. We got to oh just start doing shit <laughs> for y'all to see how serious a nigga is. I, I want to win. It's different. It's different. Coming here smiling after a motherfucking loss. <laughs> With that being said, let's go win. <laughs> Broken play. That's good. Coach Damon Stoudemire in the building. Clap it up for that, man. 
good. How you feeling, Carl? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Just, uh, you know, adjusting. Adjusting. How you like Atlanta, first and foremost? I love it. You love it? I love it. <laughs> you staying out of trouble? I'm staying out the way, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, tell me when... Um, it was more, you know, jobs, of course, that probably was obvious to you. What was special about the Georgia Tech job? Three things. Um, Georgia Tech, uh -huh. the ACC, and Atlanta. Uh -huh. So I said, um, I've been in college before, but for those that didn't know, I was with the Boston Celtics, so I had a good job. Uh -huh. So thing was, was that for me, it's quality of life as well. And uh -huh. so if I'm going back to college, I want to be the good... You know, the good school, good conference, good city, and tech checked all the boxes. Right, gotcha. Gotcha. Nah, that makes sense. And then at home, y'all y'all ain't nothing to play with at home. You know what I'm saying? Y'all five yeah. and one. So yeah. it's like it's, you got the home court advantage when yep. you're at home. Nah, we 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 solid at home. We gotta get the road together though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you do gotta play road games. Right, but, uh, true. You know, we're we're coming. It's early. Um the results, you know, in a month and a half, two months, you know, mm -hmm. I, I'm happy but not content, not right. satisfied. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it could be better. No doubt. So, look, they be saying most point guards, you know, end up being coaches because, you right. know, like y'all were floor generals and stuff like that. Right. But when did you know and realize, yeah, I, I might try this coaching? You know what? It was when I, I was in between playing. I just really was bored. Mm -hmm. And that's when... You know, I was working kids out, doing some different things, and I was like, I just dove into it. And uh, a couple coaches had said it, but I was like, I'm not trying to really do that. Right. Because it's time consuming. I don't think people understand the time oh. you got to put in. It's really Especially time on the college level. Yes, yes. So it's time consuming. So um, I volunteered. You know, I was lucky. You know, I, you know, I saved my bread. So... Mm -hmm. You know, I was living in Houston at the time, so I volunteered at Rice University. I did that for about, I don't know, about three months. Uh -huh. And then what happened was the Memphis Grizzlies called me. Now, a lot of people don't know I got that job because the owner who's since passed away, Michael Heisley, I deferred some money, so dude owed me money. So he told the coach, who the new coach who got the job, Lionel Hollins, he told Lionel, We'll call Damon because I owe him some money anyway. That just show you how cheap Heisley was. Yeah, that's crazy. He's a good dude, though. And so yeah. that's how, and, and honestly, that's kind of that helped. Yeah, yeah, it helped, and that's kind of how that's kind of how I got my how I got my feet wet in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, been running with it ever yeah. since. Yeah. So it take it back, like you been. I remember you from being on the Trailblazers. A lot of people do. Yeah. Like, so just let's just talk about that that era of basketball when you played with the Trailblazers and how how was that? Because it was like you know y'all was in the at the time the most dominant conference. Yeah. You know everybody yeah. would say, but it's like y'all had a complete team. Like yeah, yeah. Now nah, it was you know the way they put that team together. You uh -huh. know what I mean, it was it was it was too deep at every position. Uh -huh. um, you know we had guys that. They had been all stars, and we kind of all came together. You know, it was, you know, at that time they. I don't think they were putting those type of teams together at that time, and so right. we all basically were franchise players, and they brought us. They brought us as one. Um, you know, we had probably the highest payroll in the NBA at the time as well. 
Um, we were getting their results. Obviously, there was two dudes out there in LA that we had to go through. So that was the biggest. That was the biggest challenge. And you know, I think for for me, when I look back on it, it was a hell of a time. We had a we had a heck of a run, but you know, we didn't get it done. But the one thing I will say about Portland, forget the ball. Like we all stay connected. You know what I mean? Still so, to this day. To this yeah, day. Okay. So some of the some of those dudes on some of those dudes on that team. Are my best friends, you know, Rasheed Wallace, uh -huh. Bonzi Wells, he's on staff with me. Um, Steve Smith, you know, he live out here in Atlanta. He came, he, and he, he came played to, with he, the house. Yeah, he yeah. came, he came to, he's come to several games. So for me, it's the, the connection. We've all stayed connected. Right. And uh, got brothers for life on that team Greg Anthony, Stacey Augman, Pip. Um, so, um, you know, we just, you know, we all stay connected. And that's, that was the biggest thing about it, you know. Um, it was just, it's, we left something on the table. I think we all know that. Yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. But you look back on it again, just having that connection, having brothers for life, you know, I think that was the biggest thing. Yo, 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 what's up? This your boy Nav Green from Broken Play, here to talk about prize picks. And if you haven't heard about prize picks, Clearly, you must just got out of jail. So let me speed you up with the process of the real world. Prize picks. Man, you pick six people. Six people, more or less. Any sports you could think of. College basketball, NBA, NFL, college football, ball games are coming back. With that being said, all you're doing is more or less. Six people, 25 times your money. If you put up $100, you can win $2,500. Who else doing something like that? And what's so good about it, if you use the broken play code, they going to match whatever money you put in on your first deposit. Say if you put in $70. That's mean you got $140 to try to win some money. You can't beat that, man. Get over there to Prize Picks and tell them that we sent you. It's available in over 30 states. And if it's not available in your state, drive to the state closest to you. This is something you can't beat, man. Christmas time coming. Get this kid, get these kids the money. You want some good gifts? Prize picks is the way. Now, recently, she just went on and talked about the slam heard around the world. Was you in that <laughs> locker room when it happened? Come on, man. Yeah, I was in the locker room. You know, and this, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was tricky during that time, I would say. You know what I mean? It was tricky. You know, she'd explain that part, but it was it was other elements to it. So, you it had know. had a ripple effect. Oh, yeah. So, you know, once, you know, once Rube came back, you know, I think, you know, Zebo got suspended, but once Rube came back, like, it just, the team was never really the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you know, that's what happens sometimes, right? And I don't think, I don't think nobody at that time knew the ramifications of it, you know. And, the and they had to stay teammates for a long time after for that, sure. right? Oh, yeah. like we was like we was teammates. So you know, it's it's, you know, you hit a teammate like, you know, and it was it was taken to the streets for a second. Um, but what I will say is is is, uh, you know, we got past it, but Never it didn't help it. But it was, it, you know, it was, you know, I mean, it was. 
Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. It was it was it was it was it was, was crazy. It was crazy to say the least. But I was right there, and you know, it was just like I say, you got families, you know. So you know, Zebo got a family. You know, Rube got a family, and it just kind of you know, what I mean, you got the family room. I mean, it was it was it was a little awkward for a while. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you know, um, <clears throat> yeah, it was yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> you know, it was a lot. So, Coach, do you know, like, with you being, like, a professional NBA player and, you know what I mean, what you did in the league, like, you wouldn't know, you know what I mean, you wouldn't know bomb. Does that help with recruiting? Like, when, like, if you go to the parents and they, they, they parents, they remember you, you know what I'm saying? Does yeah. that help with recruit? It help with the parents, but it don't help with the kids. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, truth is, like, talking to kids today, you got to build a relationship with them. You know, I mean, I think uh, if you think about, like, what's going on now, it seems like we got this friction between the older players and the younger players. Gotcha. You know, and it's like, I, you know, I think as with anything, it's with your own kids, right? You know, they'll trust you once they believe in you, know you care, so you got to, man, you really got to holler at these kids. I mean, these kids is different now. You know what I mean? And then you're talking about this NIL money, the different things that come with it, um, the instant gratification. I mean, we was coming out. We didn't have social media. Right. So it made it a bit different. I was thinking about when I was coming over here today, I was thinking about this. I was like, man, they ain't come out with cell phones until for real, for real, like 95. I mean, you had to, you know, dope boys had the big phone. Uh -huh. You know, you might have knew one person in the hood that had, had, had a phone in the car. Uh -huh. But other than that, like... Cell phones for real didn't come out to about 95, 96. Man, I was I was my rookie year. And even then, you yeah. had to be having some money because yeah. you ain't just calling nobody. Because shit ain't free to nothing. I'm saying. <laughs> Truth is, everybody, they had the burner phone. Yeah. You buy a burner phone, it might last for, for one day or three years. Uh huh. <laughs> nah, for real. <laughs> Who's some of your favorite players growing up watching? Isaiah Thomas. Um, Tim Hardaway, Kenny Anderson, Kenny Anderson, Kenny A. Yeah, Kenny, was Kenny A. Was he was he was that dude? Like for me, he was he was that dude, lefty, a little bigger than me, but it, you know he was he was uh -huh. that dude. But like, you know, those guys were probably you know in the forefront. Chris Jackson, aka Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, you know. Uh -huh. But uh, you know those guys that uh, you know really really studied them. Um, but Zeke, you know Zeke then Zeke drafted me. You know that was like pff, my idol. Like so, you know I'm getting that game every day. You know on the floor and off the floor. And I know you asking buku questions like on some like everything. Just, yeah, everything. I'm soaking up everything. Uh -huh. Every day soaking up everything. So yeah, gotcha. So look, Jamal he told us to ask you. He was like. He was like, ask Dane, the being around Michael Jordan, or like being, he was like, it's like an aura around him or something. Like, man, he different. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what he said. <laughs> like for real, like again, I don't know if it's because you know a social media platform, but mm -hmm. like, like he was a star. So, the best example I could give is like, I went on a Nike tour. We went on, we 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 went on, we went on, we went and did these clinics for Nike. So we went to Japan. So it was, it was Mike, 
it was Charles, it was myself, it was JK, and it was Michael Finley. Gotcha. So we did the we did a clinic in Tokyo. And so we get to Tokyo, you know, and um we get to the clinic and it's fifty-five thousand people. Tokyo Dome sold out. So, you know, Damon Stoudemire, you know, J Kidd, Mike Finley, Charles Barkley, Michael Jordan, man, stand ovation. There's levels to it. And that's just one example. I've been, you know, it's when he walks into the room, I've seen the star of stars like just kind of bow down to dude. Yeah. Like he just he like has he a, here now. Yeah, he has a he has <laughs> yeah, he has a persona. He has a persona. He has a persona to him. And so again, that was the first time. So this is my rookie year, and that was the first time I ever had really been around him. And he was mm -hmm. calling me Mighty Mike. And so they were over there playing the cards on the plane. And, you know, I'm like, man, he asked I want to play. I don't got that kind of bread, bro. Yeah. You know, I can't do it like you. But I just, I'm listening to him. I'm just kind of, kind of just being around. So he him. had the bread on the table where they been. Oh, man. Mike was talking so bad to those dudes. <laughs> Mike was, listen, Mike was working. Mike was playing cards with the dudes that work for him. Beating them, telling them, well, it's cool. I don't got to pay you that week. That's how he was. That's a cold. That's a cold. <laughs> they, I mean, they but, playing but, but, for they live. <laughs> real yeah, competitor, just, though. I, I'm just telling you, like, I've I seen a lot. Uh -huh. I've been around the star stars. But I just never been around somebody that can numb the room the way he numb the room. And I don't care. Athletes, entertainers, other billionaires, like, it don't. It don't matter. I just never, I never, I never seen it like that. I've, I've never seen it like that in my life. But I'm saying for you to come in your rookie year, you around, around this like, I know you like, boy, I can't wait to. Man, man, I look what it barely was cell phones. You couldn't, couldn't call nobody and hit them. Yeah, Wasn't no texting yeah, going on. None. Wasn't none of that going on. You gotta wait till you get off the plane <laughs> to tell the story, and you ain't excited. You know what I'm saying, like. They can't believe it because you ain't got no picture. I'm telling you, what I'm trying to tell you is I've been around the creme de la creme. Mm -hmm. I just never seen nothing like it. Never. I've, I've never. I've never seen nothing like it. I never seen a dude walk in the room and and just numb it like that. Talk about. So speaking of you know being a rookie, you know obviously you were the first pick ever of Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. What was that transition like? Because, you know, I don't know if you had been to Toronto before. I don't know if you had knew anything about Toronto. But obviously it was, you know, it was different. I think you might have had, what, it was two or three different coaches your first three years in Toronto. Right, right, right. What was that? What, what is it like being, you know, the the, the first pick of a, of a expansion franchise like that? And just adapting to that. Man, it was great. I'll be honest with you. Like, I didn't really know what to expect. I had been to Toronto one time, and um, being the first pick, you just, I could do whatever I wanted. Um, I didn't take advantage of it or nothing, but from a basketball standpoint, I mean, everything was built around me. Um, you know, off the floor, everything was built around me. Um, it was the first time, like, I didn't even realize it. I didn't realize this until probably 
the middle middle of my rookie year or whatnot, like you like international because you don't really look at Canada like that, right? Uh-huh. So what I realized is that I had I like I had endorsement deals and things going on up there in Canada that was different from the states, and so that's when I realized like damn you know I'm a I'm like a I'm like a international star of these these folks. And Hell so yeah. I was able to do so many different things. And even now when I go back up there, I, I heard somebody say it. I think LeBron said it like, it can be it can be more draft picks afterwards, but it's only one first. And I was the first ever draft pick. And, and uh, every time I go back to that city, like they treat me as such. It's been nothing but love. And, you know, as the city's grown, um, you know, and I've grown when I go back, man. It's just the reception is amazing, but it was great. You know, again, Isaiah Thomas, um, the Bittal family, um, everybody embraced me, you know, and so we weren't that good. So it was like, you know, I was the one thing that everybody hung their hat on. So it was nice. Yeah. So look, Coach, with you being, with you being able to give, like, you know, you giving us, you telling us stories, like key stories, do you ever like sit with some of the players now and talk to them or like they on the go? I talk to them all the time. You know, they 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 only really want to know one debate though, but I don't really debate it. Yeah. You know, they debate, you know, it's Michael Jordan and LeBron. You know, because this era they know LeBron like Right. That. You know, but my thing is like I just don't debate it cuz number one I think they different players. True. You know, um Number two is I just think it's different eras of basketball. And uh-huh. I don't think, I, you know, every era changes. Uh-huh. You know, it's just like, you but know. But could LeBron have survived in y'all era? Yeah, he could Easily. Yeah. Okay. Hey, LeBron, big as hell. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's number one. LeBron LeBron could have survived. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of dudes in this era that could have survived. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's dudes in my area that could have played in that area. In this area, and, yeah. and now, but with that being said, it's dudes in my area that couldn't have played in this area. Uh-huh. Because they just couldn't. This dudes in this area that couldn't have played in that area. So I mean, it, it goes both ways. But you know, uh, I talked to the dudes. You know, whether it's basketball, whether it's about life, life it's, yeah. it's about bumping your head. Uh-huh. You know, it's like watching out for female right, and all right, that type. Of, just right, giving them real right. game. The thing about I think the thing about me coming back to college this second time around uh-huh. is I told myself I was going to teach and I was going to give them all the free game that they needed. So, you know, all you got to do is Google now. So it's just like, it's an open book. Uh-huh. And so when I tell them, sometimes, you know, I think that they look at me in amazement, like, nah, you can, you can look that up. Like, uh-huh. I'm not, you know, I'm not running from it because I can't because it's right there. But if you look that up, like, it's real. So, you know, we had to lose money back in the day to, to get our knowledge. These dudes, all they got to do is listen uh-huh. and Google. You don't got because they get firsthand veteran leadership before they get it. You know what I mean? You like this, got... somebody who played in the league at a high level. I, I ain't telling you nothing. <coughs> telling you nothing. I think yeah. I know exactly. But you'll be surprised sometimes. And it's not just. I'm not just saying my players, but just in general. Just you're, in general, like if you talk to probably your nephews yeah. or talk to younger cousins, it'd be like the same thing. Oh, like, sometimes we gotta learn on our own. Listen. Family don't never listen. Yeah. <laughs> Family don't listen. Your kids don't never listen. They always want to bump their head first. Uh-huh. You just got to be there to pick them up. Yeah. Right. Ah, that's real. What was, um, what was it like playing with a young T-Mac and a young Vince? 
and and did you see what did you see T Mac, you know, being the player that he became? Now I didn't play with Vince, so Vince, I got traded. So it was a lockout. I got traded. Mac was yeah. first. Yeah. yeah, Mac was first. So I was so first. So we, so we're, um, we used to go on trips as a team. So we went to Barbados, uh -huh. and so that was Mac rookie year. Um, so it was the summer. So he, uh, we planned. So we would work out. So he, so we're playing. And man, he dunked on Sharon right, and I was like, "Damn!" Like I just, Mac was good. He was, he just, he just needed to figure out the NBA. That's all. He just, he, you, you could see it. It was just a matter of him Raw figuring talent. out. Yeah, it was just, it was just a matter of him figuring out the NBA. Um, you know, he came from high school to college. I mean, to the NBA. So it was, you know, it was just the adjustment. Once, once he adjusted, you knew he was going, you know, take off and go, you know. But uh, man. Like he was, I mean, long. He was athletic. Um, he could shoot it, um, versatile. So, hey, you pretty much knew he was gonna be one of those dudes. You just didn't know how fast he was gonna be one of them dudes. So, so like when you said he went straight to high school, do you do you like that they, you know, what I mean, make you wait a year now? And and do you what do you think about the landscape of college? Like, I I think it was <clears throat> me personally. I think you should allow. You don't. You should allow high school players to go straight to pro. Like, we the only sport. You know, football don't do it now. From a physical standpoint, I don't know if you actually can. Can yeah. But in the NBA, like, there's 18 year olds that can play. If they play with pros in the summer, why can't they play with them for 82 games? That's how I look at it. Yeah. And I think like, what it'll do is it'll it'll, it'll cut out all the BS of college. I think, like, you know, there has to be some protection, you know, of the kid. I understand that. And so there has to be some type of middle ground where I think, like, at some point, it would be nice if the NCAA and the NBA worked together. Mm -hmm. And when you say BS in college, what you, what you speak of? I mean, if you can just, like, if you had an ability... If you had an ability to get real information, meaning, I just don't think, I think, I think that sometimes there's a disconnect. Uh -huh. You know, there's a disconnect. And so when you talk to your point, when you're talking to a when you talking to a kid, when you're talking to their family, when you're talking to their handlers, but you're trying to recruit them all at the same time, it's almost like in their mind, they're not looking at Damon Stoudemire as, you know, somebody that played in NBA, somebody that did X, Y, and Z. You know that they got a lot of information. They looking at me as coach. So is it is he talking from a gender standpoint or is he talking real? Uh, you know what I mean. So what happens is what will happen for me when I look at it is is there's probably a handful of guys that probably got the capability that they can just go straight from high school to the pros. You got the you got the G League, yeah. so you might as well use the G League as a minor league. It's funded by the NBA, so why not? Why not just make it all one big, one, you know, one big minor league, a real minor league that really helps dudes because if you're developing on that level and then they just going up, then, you know, you're keeping it in the house. You're always going to protect your model and you're going protect to your, protect your brand, so you're not just going to, you're going you're gonna to make sure that dudes are successful. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So, and I think that that, now when guys come to college, they really want to be in college. This dudes in college just buying their time. 
Then there's dudes in college that's buying their time that ain't good enough that they not they not gonna figure it out. And then when it's all said and done, they don't have no options. Uh-huh. So I just think I just think it'll help everybody involved, you know, because it's not a lot of time wasted. We don't get time back. Right. No, that's so, real. So. You don't. You don't. So with you being in the ACC, coaching the ACC, you know what I'm saying? You know about the rivalry and the, you know what I mean, the teams in the ACC that go. How is like, uh, you know, being, you know, going against schools like Duke and North Carolina, like, how how is the, you know, when I what I want to ask is like, do you see how, like, they've been talking about how ACC basketball is, like, now that you're a part of it? For sure. You know, we played Duke on Saturday, uh, a couple Saturdays ago. You felt it. You uh-huh. felt the energy. Um, you know, and it's crazy because I felt like, so when I was in Boston these last couple years, like being being somebody that never liked Boston, you know, I, I wasn't rooting for Boston right. growing up. I wasn't watching Boston, you know, uh-huh. like that. I was always rooting against them. But being actually being with Boston, what I realized, I was like, damn. People really love Boston, you know, with the game being so early, you know, and then us, you know, being right there in the game, you felt that energy in the crowd. And then I remember when, you know, there was a moment where, you know, Duke was coming back and then you can hear the fans chatting. You know, you heard their fans and then our fans just drained it out. You know what I'm saying? I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm in a, I, I'm in a real ACC game right now. You know, yeah, this, is, okay. this is real. You know what I mean? So... You you can definitely feel that energy. It's only been one, you know, we only had one conference game, but uh-huh. you know, I'm looking forward to to being in this conference. But that and, being the yeah. first one, yeah. I know it was like, man, nah, it was it was and to real. come out like right. you know, victorious, like I know that was like a Right. Nah, it was great. It was it was a lot of energy in the building. It was exciting. We won. They stormed the court, you know, and, and from the from the, you know, all the all the little you know, people talking after the game and the texts I was getting and, you know, uh-huh. just, you know, every... Was it, was that a, I'm, a, I'm here moment type for you, if you could say that? You know what? Not that same, you know what I'm saying, but it's for like... For sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it, it was, it was good for those kids, you know, right. for me, I'm just like, eh, you know, I played, so I felt that energy as a player before, but as a coach, I never really, I've never really, like, cared about all the extras as a coach. Yeah, yeah. I'm really just doing it for them kids. That's why I be, when I get mad at them, I don't get mad at them because they not doing what I say or they not doing this. Uh-huh. I'm like, man, just just hear me because I can help you. Like, don't fight me. I ain't trying, look, you don't got to fight me. I'm gotcha. giving it all to you, you know, and I'm going to give it to you in the right way. So right. I think what happens a lot of times, a lot of kids is getting lied to. They getting lied to, and sometimes like you got. You want to be that difference in it. I gotta tell them what time it is. Yeah, hey. and, and if if <laughs> that mean, if that, that means right, if that mean, if that mean I gotta be a bad the bad guy for a second, but it's gonna make you better long term. I don't don't be the kid to turn 25, 26 and be like, coach, I should have listened to you. Mm-hmm. That's all. It's like understand. I'm seeing something a little bit bigger than what you're seeing right now because, truth be told, it's like. Forget basketball. Everybody's not going to be a pro. Uh-huh. Okay, so... Are you going to be a better person after you leave from my coaching you at Georgia Tech? Yes. Let me let me, let me, let me, me connect you with some of these people up in Midtown Atlanta 
So they can, mm-hmm. they can help you. Because Georgia get, Tech ain't no... Georgia Tech a, a smart-ass yeah, school. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, so a, like, yeah. it's a lot of... They you better leave not, out yes. here with Yeah, they might yes. not go to the league, but they yes. might done built a, a new, <laughs> yes. new stadium downtown. And so that, but, that's, but that's what I'm talking about. So I just went, again, going back to the beginning of our conversation, like nobody was doing that for us when 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 I was coming out, and I love my I love my college coach, but it was all basketball. Uh-huh. I'm trying to get these dudes the resources and help them stay in contact with the people that they need to be in contact with because it's it's bigger than hoops. Right. I mean, but then you knowing the lingo and like you knowing the culture, you yeah. you are able to talk right. a certain way that you know what I mean when you know what I mean you was in school. Like you think about it, we look at the coaches. From the nineties and eighties, like it was old white coaches. And most you, of most of the like ninety percent, but it's like now somebody like you who done played in the league, like you know what I mean. You know what's going on. You might you know the music, like so it's different. You know what I'm saying? Well, definitely, def, definitely things have changed. And the one thing I will say about these kids, you know, they hear what I'm saying uh-huh. because they, they 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 I love on I love on them the right way. Let me say <laughs> that I love them the right way. But then I come right behind them, and 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 I gotta let them know what time it is. Like For I sure. said, but you know the biggest thing is they know what I've been through. Um, you do get a lot of sweat equity when with that being a pro, and I look like them, uh-huh. <laughs> and For so sure. they can vibe with that. Since you've been here, what's your favorite uh, food spot? <laughs> Man. Oof. You done got hip to the wings here? He right down the street from J.R. Creek. Creek. I know. Yeah. You, ain't, you ain't had no lemon pepper? Yeah, man. I've been to Creek. You know I've been to Creek. <laughs> I mean, hey, I was going to Creek. I was going to Creek is when I wasn't living in Atlanta. Yeah. But yeah, sure. no, nah, J.R. Creek is here. You know, I mean, to, to me, like, honestly, and I know his favorite hubs around the city and all that, but, man, you really can't get no bad meal here. No. Ego. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It don't really matter. Uh-huh. You can be you can you can be in the city, you can you can be by the air. It, it don't even matter. Yeah, like you really can't, outskirts, all yeah, that. Yeah, you really, you really, you really, you really. And I think that's what's wrong with that letter. Like, even they done turned the vegan food up. Like, <laughs> like, man, come on, man. Like, I'm trying to eat healthy. Y'all know. Put lemon pepper in the, the tofu. Man, what? Hey, yeah, lemon telling, pepper tofu. Yeah, that's crazy. Man. Nah, this yeah, this food boy, yeah, shit, man. Go I got on. a question. So, um, you know, you spending those two years with the Celtics. What's the difference between Ime and and Missoula in their coaching styles and approaches? I mean, you know, Ime gonna Ime Ime more like this, you know, and I think Joe, you know, Joe is. Joe is he he's like that, but you know, he's more strategic with with the pen. You know, I think that Emay's more strategic with with the mindset. Mm-hmm. And I think like it's funny, man. So <laughs> so the first meeting we had, the first meeting we had in Boston, uh, when we came together. Uh, so y'all remember the you, you y'all had to go back and, and and check it out. Y'all remember the Adrian Broner 
Adrian Broner, the can. can oh, yeah. yeah. Mexican, <laughs> yeah. African, yeah. That's what he may play. He may play that. Anybody can get it. And he was like, it. anybody can get it up in here. Mm -hmm. You don't do your job. That's fine. I don't, I yeah. ain't, you're not exempt to it. And so, whether it was JT, JB, you know. Marcus Smart. Al, Smart, yeah. Rock, it didn't matter. Like, yeah. You know, so I think that, like, that was his energy every day. And, and dudes rocked with him for that. And then with Joe, with Joe, it was more, you know, he he couldn't be like that on the initial. You know, the way he... The, circumstances. The way, yeah, circumstances, the way things mm -hmm. happen so fast. Right. Like, it was on the run. So, you know, E-May, he had played. He'd been in the league, played, you know, so he had a little more cachet from that standpoint. But Joe... He went about it by showing him he knew what he was doing. Mm -hmm. And so that was and that was the difference because, you know, we did the same thing. We started off, you know, we started off slow that first year. And then the second year, you know, what we did is we continued what we actually did, mm -hmm. you the know, as the season yeah. went on. And so, you know, different styles. But I think, again, like E-May, it was more, you know, that mindset, you know, giving guys the mindset to, you know, defensive end and all the different things. But with Joe, I think that he wanted to show those guys in his way he knew what the hell he was doing and he was capable of doing that job and he did a great job, you know what I mean? So um, that, that was the difference, you know. That, I, I, I think that was pretty much the difference. What's up? This holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals that keep you energized on jam-packed days. Factor, that's the only one. America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service can help you fuel up for fast breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door so you don't have to go looking. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tracking all your holiday to-dos. Too busy with holiday plans to cook but want to make sure you're healthy and eating well? With Factor, skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the chopping and prepping and cleaning up. Gotta take the just too much stuff when you can get a healthy meal with flavor and nutritional quality you need. Factor, fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. And I know because I just warmed this one up. And all you gotta do is heat and enjoy. Oh man, I can't wait. Oh man. Here we got the buttery salmon. Oh my, 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 my. Mmm. And the broccoli. Mmm, man. I can't wait. The place is not that hard to take off, but when you're in a rush, you want it. So this November, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Mmm, man. Head to factormeals.com slash 85sports50 and use code 85SPORTS50 to get 50% off. You can't beat that. I'm being on 850% of this before I finish. But head over there now. Tell them Nav Green sent you from Broken Play. Mm. And that's 50% off. Code 85SPORTS50 at factormeals.com slash 85SPORTS50 to get 50% off. Man, warm me up another one. Yeah, because I heard uh I heard Tatum recently just talk about, you know, how 
um, email approach was like, you know, ain't nobody your friend out here. Like, nah. You playing against Brian, Brian ain't your friend. Nah. Like, KD, they ain't your nah. friend. Go nah. at them. Nah, and and he stressed that he stressed that every day, and uh, you know I just think I just think that approach for that team for our team at that time we needed that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Cause they were young, yeah, coming in the game, getting yeah. stardom at the point. Yeah, so it's like, hey, don't fall into that. You know the thing about it. I always say this, you know, because you know, and I wasn't I wasn't there I wasn't there with. With uh, with Brad Stevens, you know he wasn't, you know he was he was the president of the yeah. team when I got there, and I was like, and I truly believe this in the pros. It's not necessarily the same in college, but in the pros, I was like, Brad Stevens didn't forget how to coach. Like Brad Stevens know what the hell he doing. Like you know he he he's proven his track record says he's know he knows what the hell he's doing, but you know maybe maybe some things went on a deaf voice. And you gotta actually <laughs> give him kudos for stepping aside, running things from the top, and yeah. bringing in a guy because he knew that whole team, so he knew exactly knew what, what that team yeah. needed what the at, fit, at yeah. that time. That he right? couldn't give them, yeah. And so he brought in exactly what the team needed, and the team moved forward. You know, and I think, and I think, like, you know, that's the that you know Boston has that now. You know, and so now it's just a continuation because I do think they're going to eventually win one anyway because they got the squad. They're going to eventually get one. What you think about when you saw uh, him and LeBron going at it? (laughs) I mean... You you, like, that's M.A. I mean, if you know E.M.A., that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, most... Most people don't know him like that. You know, he kind of boxed up, but, you know, man, I've known dude forever and ever, you know. We both from Portland, so, you know, that... That didn't surprise me. That's who he is. That's, that, that's who he is. And he just, like I said, this is the same dude that played that Adrian Broner video. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, to a so dude. Yeah, so he got that, that mind. It ain't so no I mean, fake. I'm just saying, yeah. like, this, yeah. that's, that's who he is. I so, mean, look, with you being around all these coaches and, you know, coaches getting you the game and you just, you know what I mean? You you taking the like? What's your approach? Did you you know what I mean take a little sprinkle from everybody, or you just came in with a with a different mindset with coaching? Nah, I take I, I take that same approach. I just do a little different. Yeah, <laughs> you know I'm I'm big. You know I'm big on that, but I'm big on the customer service part. I'm big on making everybody feel good in the building. For sure. And then then I then I hit them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm I, a little sugar and hot sauce, what I like to call it. You that know, makes sense. I give them all that sugar. Man, I love you to death, but here come the hot sauce. Sprinkle you know I mean? it on them. And then you just, I found I found that in college, that approach is way better. Mm-hmm. In the pros, it's totally different. I just think when you coaching in the pros, you got to, you got to, you got to be relationship yeah, driven, but you got to know how to manage egos. Mm-hmm. And you got to manage different personalities. And no, whether it's the pros or whether it's college, you got 12 dudes on the team that got 12 different ways of doing the same thing. So you got to be able to relate to that dude in that moment each and every day, and it don't matter. So that's, what does that mean? That mean you might have to go down there where they shooting free throws. And I think a lot of times we get locked into the X's and O's of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. It's the customer service. You don't know what went on with dude. 
Right. You know, well, maybe he could be going maybe, through maybe something today. Yeah. Maybe you got some stuff Bad going on at home. Type of stuff. You know, whatever that looks like. So you got to, you know, you got to really be in tune, and then you got to have assistance. You got to have people that's on your staff that's really in tune with it as well. Like you just can't. You can't get you the you can't get lost in the basketball. You gotta get lost in the process of building a relationship with these dudes the same way. Coach, you still hooping with them? Like you'll still I'm get good. out? Of them? Uh, <laughs> I'm good, man. My little knees. Like you might take a shot or two, but they ain't no I turned 50 this past year and my little knees just don't agree with it. Yeah. And this Atlanta weather just got cold. So I know. So so yeah, but I tell you what, I knew it was getting cold because my knees was telling me. <laughs> when that weather get cold, I know exactly what's going on outside. Hey, it gets to the point where you gotta start warming that cold. Yes, sir. See, see, them college kids, they might not know about warming or cold. Nah, like they nah. just jumping in and let the ice. Drift off. You be warm your car, Greg? Yes, sir. Of course. Oh, okay. <laughs> so look, are you expect? Are you exceeding expectations right now? Like, what was your goal coming in at the Georgia Tech job? Like, what? Cause I'm saying, I ain't gonna be honest. being honest. Being an underdog going against Duke and to get a win out of that, yeah. like I know the all right. That's a, this is a, a tech. man. This yeah, is a big check. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it, but I know you coaching. To win and coaching to develop, and you can't go off one right, win and right, this yeah, win, right, but it's like right. I know you got to be thinking like I'm on the right track. The guys are learning. Well, coming in right, I didn't want to put no expectation on it because uh -huh. I got to learn my team. And so for sure, I know what change look like. Kids don't know what change look like. I play. I played for like five, six coaches mm -hmm. in the NBA, so I know what that look like. And I just wanted to make sure that I taught them what I needed them to know. And so um, as we're moving forward now, you know, I think we're exceeding expectation only from the standpoint of I didn't see it this early. Mm -hmm. I would be lying if I said I didn't see it this early. Now, with that being said, have they paid the price to win? Yeah, they've paid the price. Mm -hmm. But how does that translate? You don't know how quick or how fast. And so what happens is, it's like I told them. Unfortunately, see, y'all y'all moved the needle already. So we got to get better. Right. <laughs> so it's not going to get no easier. Uh -huh. So I'm leaning on them a little bit more now, you know, uh -huh. because we don't have the same, to your point, we don't have the same leeway because antennas is going up when we coming in the gym. And so that's what they got to yeah, understand. Yeah, like, yeah, so you got to People see y'all on the schedule now yes, and say, no, yes, we might got to play yes, this one for real. Yes, but <laughs> you got a team, but you got a team that collectively hasn't won enough together. So they don't know what that look like. Mm -hmm. They don't know what that look like. And so we got to speed them up. Me and the staff got to speed them up so they understand what that look like, you know, because you're not the underdog. You know, you people expect to have an expectation of you when you come out. And that's the whole thing. For me, it's the presentation of it. What do mm -hmm. my team look like when we walk on the floor? Do we know what we do? It look like we know what we doing. Can you watch us and be like, I know what Coach Stoudemire is trying to do mm -hmm. here at Tech. Like, that's that's the biggest thing for me. Gotcha. So when you say that, I, I'm going to ask you this. Who are some underdogs in the league that you felt like didn't get enough credit when you played with them or somebody you'd be like, no, but it was a dog. Mm -hmm. Like somebody, you know, like if you if mention like, you don't hear their name yeah, enough. Fonzie. Fonzie. Huh? Like yeah, Bonzi was, yeah. yeah but was like he that. was on his team. Bonzi was like, like that. He, he probably played he against him. Yeah. Like, he might play it against him. He'd be like, damn, I don't want to <laughs> You know what? I'm a, I, I'm a, you know, injuries injuries have cost some guys. Uh -huh. But 
I think people forgot about Baron Davis. Mm. Hell yeah. For sure. People forgot about Baron Davis. Nah, well, I can't call him that nickname no more, but you know, like, we used to say B. Diddy. Like, B. Diddy was a bad boy. Now I'm saying we ain't gonna call him that nickname no more. I beef it out. Yeah. <laughs> but Baron Davis, like, that, that was the only nickname we knew of him, yeah. but it's like, boy, yeah. he was gay. Dunk on you, cross yeah. you yeah. up. I, I think, uh, I think that for whatever reason, you know, people forgot about Steph. They forgot about Stephon Marbury. Whew. They forgot about him. Starberry. Um, I think uh You love point guard. Yeah. I mean, I'm most of the dudes that I played against, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like who I had you to have bump, to go against who I had to bump like against. that, yeah. You know, like I would say like people haven't it's funny because with the NBA, like as 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 time goes on, like new people emerge, and so you forget about the old guard, uh -huh. right? And I'ma say like somebody I played against that like he still don't he he don't get enough credits. The streets talk about him in this way, but they need to talk about him this way in, in NBA history. Like nobody really give uh, Allen a lot of the, the credit that I think right. he deserves. Mm, yeah, like. Let's just be, let's call it what it is. Like, what he was doing. Pound for pound. What he was doing. And everything that came with it. And y'all went too like, far when y'all came in the nah, league. Nah, we, we went a year apart. Yeah. No, I so just I just, I'm just saying, like, mm -hmm. what he was doing, how he was doing it, um, you know, it wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. Like, he just don't get the credit. He did it for a long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so yes, he when they did. talking NBA legends and stuff like yeah. on the on the you know what I mean on the news, yeah. I mean, all all that goes and say like if we in barber yeah. shops, yeah, we yeah. don't bring up AI. We just talking, yeah, we bring yeah. up AI, but they don't. Nah, and, the and thing, that's politics. And the thing about it, you start, we start, we start moving the needle for different people. Whether ah, man, he. His numbers was there, but the shooting percentage, man, forget the shooting percentage. I watched he took, him. He took shots that he thought he could make because that's what his team needed him to take uh -huh. to win the game. You know what I mean? So he wasn't, when the shot clock was going out, he wasn't holding the ball to save uh -huh. his percentage. He thought he could make every shot. Coach Stoudemire, how you feel when you see, like, players you played with and players you played against, now they kids in the league? Like, you got people like Sabonis' son is in the league and... Man, it's crazy. I mean, <laughs> you know, I remember. So in our locker room in Portland, uh -huh. you had Doma Sabonis, Sacramento Kings, uh -huh. Cole Anthony, Greg was Greg. with us. You had, you know, Pip's son uh -huh. that, that was with the Lakers, Lil Scotty. I feel like I'm missing one. I think it might have been one more. And that was one locker room. I can't remember. I can't remember who the other one, but it's nah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy to see what's good. It's crazy for me. It's crazy for me. I played against LeBron. Uh -huh. See him doing what he's doing. I coached Mike Conley, played with Mike Conley. I coached Kyle Lowry, I played with Kyle Lowry. I played against Al Horford. I coached Al Horford. Uh, like, so, 
It's, uh... <laughs> but to see what LeBron doing at his age now, that's unheard of, man. Man, dude, dude is amazing. Yeah. I, I mean... He just won MVP of the, you know, the in-season tournament that they, they started with, like, to win MVP at that age. Yeah, dude's amazing. The way he keep his body. Right. Forget the basketball. I mean, the, to me, like, the way he's been able to stay in shape, uh -huh. The way he, the way he had, he's he hasn't had no slippage with that, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, shit, he look like he can play another. He look like he got another five six years in him. Be honest Easy. with you, he do. You know what I mean, he do. Like, hey, before this year, we're like maybe you know one or two more years. If he, he could, man, that man can play to he fifty, man. Facts. Like you know what I'm saying, but at a high level, at least four years. Yeah, facts. Man, coach, we appreciate you pushing up on us, man. You know, good luck this season. We. I felt like, you know, the timing was right that you came, you know what I'm saying, when you did. Because we believing in Georgia Tech right now. Yeah, that's what I like to hear. Yeah, we believing in Georgia <laughs> Tech. Because, you know, like, a lot of people, in, if you get you go around the city, you'll know, like, Georgia could win, but it ain't, ain't the same if Tech win. Because right. it's like... Because Georgia ain't the yeah, city. Yeah, Georgia right. ain't the city. Georgia Tech in the city right by that varsity. So it's like, you know, <laughs> I hate to be putting food places inside, no, nowhere it's at. But, but no, nah, it's like, you know what I'm saying? You you bringing a field to the city. And plus, like, if you know basketball and don't watch basketball, you know who Damon Stoudemire is. And now to find out who Coach Stoudemire is, who want, you know, the kids to do better. It's bigger right. than basketball. Yeah. So it's like. It's a new era. Too. It's a new era. Right. Georgia Tech is right. legendary. Like, right. you know. Because a lot of players done came from Georgia Tech yeah. to go to the league. Well, but no now doubt. it's like. Something yeah. to look and forward legendary to. Legendary coaches too. You know no what doubt. You, you join that rank. No doubt. Uh -huh. So Appreciate we wish that. you number number success with Appreciate it, that. And, uh, Appreciate that. We got a basketball if you can sign it. Uh, we got a permanent marker somewhere around here. We'll get it. Man, I'm going to have, have to bring y'all Adidas basketball, man. Oh, oh yeah. dude. Please do. We yeah. yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm bring a personal Adidas basketball over here so y'all have on the hey, set and get that oh, sign. I know you offered that. I don't want to ask too much. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't, any kind of memorabilia you got. <laughs> if you got an old jersey, you don't want to sign it with. We're going to put it on the wall. We ain't start buying frames yet, but we're going to get our frames. Right. We got about two or three jerseys, but nah, Coach, we appreciate you pushing up on us and, you know what I mean, just kicking and talking. When, you know, yes, yes. Just being a player, man, being you are until it translate with how you handle your team. Yeah, so thank, good luck this season, thank man. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. Yes, sir.